Uh-oh, uh-oh, I see you. I see you. You got the uh the the, the lowest lane red hair going on. Yeah, I want to try something a little different, you know. Yeah, eyelashes on flickety fleek. Thank you, thank you. You see it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Lip gloss is popping. Hold on, what, what you doing? What you doing after the show? What's going on? What's nothing, nothing. I'm in here by myself. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm all about it. Hey, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm one of the people that, you know, my version of looking nice is like kind of, you know, it's like my norm, right? So I go to the grocery store and get questioned as to why I look like that going to the grocery store. I'm like, I mean, for one, you never know who you gonna meet, you know? Right oh man, somebody. I got a good grocery store store. A, a grocery store. Yes, story. and actually, okay. it happened today. Oh, Before today. Okay. Yeah. Okay, this is a so fresh. Actually, this is fresh. Well, actually, okay. some of it happened today, some of it happened before. So maybe about a month ago, like right before my birthday, I was grocery shopping with my daughter. And um, we got approached by a stranger. He was like, Would it kill you to smell? So I kind of splashed him a grin, like, Leave me the hell alone. And um, hold on, hold on, started- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, a stranger just came Walked up to you and was in, like, would it, would it hurt you to smile? Right. So I was like, huh. So, <laughs> so then he starts the conversation. He tells me he's 60 years old and he's a preacher. Tells me what church he preaches at. Asked me like, do you go to church? And I'm telling him like, you know, my little spiel, you know, saying about how I was raised in church. My grandfather was a deacon. I, I know, I, you know what I'm saying? So we're, we're very churched and saved over here. So you can save your time over there. So he held me up. Like the more I tried to get away from him, the more he kept talking. And so finally we were able to get away from him. And my daughter goes, wow, you tried to end that conversation so many times. He just didn't get the hint, did he? So like, we, I promised him that I would go visit his church in order to get him to leave me alone. Man. I'm never going to go visit this man's church because he's homophobic. And he's talked about, you know, saying like he likes people to dress a certain way. I know God said, come as you hold are. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all got into all of that at the grocery all store? in the grocery store because he wouldn't show. He told me his whole life story in the grocery store. Lord, so, Lord, in the grocery I, store. In the grocery store, I, I shit you not. Let me show. So when we're filling out the parking lot, I filled out the parking lot so fast. My phone was in my pocket. It sent out an SOS. So this is like right before my birthday. And like I said, I promised the man I would go to his church to get him to leave me the hell alone. So today, my daughter goes, can we make potato soup for dinner? I was like, you know what? I might can accommodate that. So I didn't want to go back to this thing, Kroger. Mind you, the man told me where he lives at. And he lives in my subdivision. So I'm scared to go outside walking. So we didn't go back to that Kroger because I always be scared to go to that Kroger certain times of the day because I might run into this fool. Mm-hmm. We go to the Walmart instead. And mm-hmm. I have this hair. And I don't look the same as I did when he met me before. He says, I was just praying I was going to run into you again. Mm. Mm-hmm. The look on my face probably said, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, because you can't mess with Jesus. You know what I mean? You know, you can't mess with Jesus. Jesus Jesus then led you there. You know, God then opened the door and, and the man then showed up. At the other grocery store. <laughs> But, 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 hey, but, you know. But how do you remember what I looked like? I mean, come on now. If he remember, he remember, you know. You you know, the man might have a photographic memory. You never know. But I'm just saying. And I have different hair this time. And my daughter goes, Mama, you even switched your wig. 
I said, he didn't remember me. He remembered you. I said, he'd have never known it was me if you weren't with me this time. Probably. I blame you. (laughs) But yes, I almost couldn't get away from him. So we were getting in the checkout line. He was in the checkout line. I looked at him and I said, I think we forgot something. Because I didn't want him to wait at the end for us to finish checking out and try to walk out with us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, um, <laughs> that's that's an amazing story, um, and, and all I can say is that guys are crazy, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit you up after uh, so you can tell me uh, the name of the pastor, because, uh, you know, I know a lot of, I know a lot of pastors in this city, so, you know, we're going to see, uh, you know, who that was, so I could, uh, you know, I, mean, I I couldn't imagine if I was a pastor because, you know, I would be using the same line of, of laying of hands uh, all the time. Like that would, would be my line. Some shit. Something, like, something revolving around that. He's 60 years old. Like you ain't got nothing for me, bro. And 60 years old. And I'm not cut out to be a preacher's wife. I'm manifesting yeah, I mean, you know, over here. So I ain't got time. You, you know, you ain't. Right. It don't mean you got to be as sanctified, you know. No, um, no. What's he, up? He's homophobic too, so I can't even be friends with some of my friends. Now nah, we good. Mm. Right. What's up, Gigi? Hey, what's up? What's going on? What's going on? Well, look, I'm gonna go ahead and uh start the show. And uh y'all ready? Y'all ready to yeah, get let's it in? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, yeah. all right. Yeah. All right, y'all. Again, it is October 19, 2022. It's yours truly, Mr. Justice Joe. You got pretty brown skin and golden goddess right here with me on No Panties After Dark. Let's go ahead and get it in. We got a great, great show for you. No Panties After Dark. Your adult relationship conversation. conversation. Going where most Speaking of things, must It's no after We put the relations back into Right. Uh, shout out to uh, Ether Shakur, who, you know, she's uh, new to us, but been riding with us uh, for a few weeks now. We appreciate you, sis. Uh, new York in the building. That's what's up. God bless you, too. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like I feel like, you know, as we do this show, I mean, we got our, our, our bit of uh, uh, um, playtime in the beginning. But at the same time, I feel like we really, you know, getting some shit done. Some people are really um, getting help. Because uh, you know, people be coming on and 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 I mean, you know, by the end of the show, they they you know, it's almost like uh sun Sunday at church, you know, they feel good at the end of at the end of it. You just all. had to go to the church, huh? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm saying, you know, I mean it was just it was you know, you walk you walked us there. Uh what's going on, James Craycoff? What's going on, family? All right, all right, all right. We still we gotta work on that uh for the love of James. Oh, that's stuff. gonna be lit. You know, exactly, exactly. Man, don't don't turn out to flip on us and whatnot. You know, we sit here, set up a date and everything, and the next thing you know, 
you know, you're like Jeffrey Dahmer's little brother. So oh, don't shit. No, don't, don't, don't do that, bro. I don't think he I mean, he might. <laughs> he might. Yeah. But yeah. not like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> He might be hey. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're going to go ahead and get into the timeline review. Y'all put some good stuff up out there. So we're going to check it out. Um, and that's what's cool about this. Let me tell y'all what we do is um, I let the, the, the ladies, they do most of the posting on, on our Facebook page. And so for the timeline review, what we do is um, we go and we check out our own timeline, all right? And as we check out our own timeline, um, you know, just kind of bring some stuff together and uh, uh, let y'all look at it and we, we talk about it and have fun with it, okay? So uh, again, it's uh, the timeline review. We'll go ahead and check this out. And uh, is there anything uh, specific that uh, y'all want me to hit up or no not really mm -hmm. i tell you what we should look at uh, a couple of our own stuff let's let's peep this out right here oh one of my glasses it's titled feeling alone date yourself a society where people are afraid to be alone people people don't know how to go out date That's themselves fast. They don't know mm -hmm. how to go out and have a good time with, with themselves, <laughs> their friends or whatever. And and everybody else, their friends or whoever is going home to somebody, they want to come home to somebody. So they string this person along that they know good and well they shouldn't be stringing along just for the sake of having a warm body on the other side of yep. the mattress. Or... You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? that was true. Absolutely, absolutely. So um let's see uh i don't know if we looked at this before or not but i, I, I remember so. seeing this and it says ladies are we tired of waiting are we this tired look oh i is, saw that look, she is look, pregnant uh holding that belly and she's proposing dude but look 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 at his look look at his posture his facial expression you should have look she said he finally said yes finally <laughs> oh my god i mean listen listen i'm i'm quite traditional um i'm quite old school when it comes to certain things you know i like like real men and 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 you know real women and believe me mm -hmm. there's some things that in this day and age we have to get used to but i tell you yeah. what that is not gonna be one that i'm gonna get right not to. me either i'm not proposing you know, to no dude sorry you know let's take yeah. it back to the bible it says in the bible he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the lord it does not say she who finds a husband yeah 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 uh true look at these pictures more and more mm -hmm. look and she's just she's just passing down that generational wreckage to the display to the daughter uh right wow. behind her you know that's uh, uh you know couldn't be me without um, some of these comments mm -hmm. are hilarious too um 
Here's a, here's another one. You know. Now you know this uh, guy that I dated like many many moons ago. He did tell me that his ex wife proposed to him when they were on the beach in Cancun, and he said yes, and they got married. Yeah. I was like, wow. I don't know. I was like, I ain't never gonna propose to you, so if that's what it's gonna take for us. Right. To that's what you hitting right. around. Because we <laughs> yeah. married. Ain't happening over here, bro. You know, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just, I can't, you know, I mean, look at this. I mean, what are, what are these words for this? Mitches? I mean, are these Mitches? Like, <laughs> look at them and they're so excited. Look, the forehead kids. Look at him. Yeah. Oh look at the forehead kids. That's exactly the most important. Like, I mean, forehead kids, listen, listen, you know, because I, I, I do a forehead kiss. It's the one set of blue, but. But not after you got proposed to. Yeah, nah. It, it, forehead kiss is like saying, to me, it feels like I'm saying, you know, baby, I got you in like 30 different ways. Like I'm your security guard. I'm everything. Like I got you. Like that's what a forehead kiss. Is kiss amazing. But not you after know, you got feels like to me. To. Yeah, not nah, after like, proposal. That's not saying that. No. Yeah, no. Nah, saying that's, that's, you should have. You really, really, really shouldn't have. But look at the guy over here in the blue jean jacket. He was like, oh my God, I can't wait to call mom. <laughs> Exactly, like, like, look at that. That's so not hilarious yeah. at all. Yeah, he looks like he's embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. Look, hey, did... look at that guy. He's excited. Did he jump up and down? Yeah, man. I thought you'd it... never ask. Hey, by the way, I'm just asking. Did y'all get a chance to share uh, the um, today's show yet? I just shared it. Okay, cool, cool. All right, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, this is this is crazy. I mean, I feel like this right here. I feel like like. I feel like this is acting right here. Like he's jumping up and down like he's been waiting for this moment. And, and, yeah, look at this posture right here. He's like, yeah, I feel like that's acting, like he's being facetious. I don't know. No, but he he's been terrible. waiting. This is the moment he's dreamed of his whole life. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Like that's what that is. He looks like it too. Damn right? acting. <laughs> you know, mm, man, terrible. terrible. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, this is look, and and it says African girls killing. I really wonder if this is like if all of these pictures are from Africa or something. Is that like customary that, over there in the motherland? Is that how they I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. No, know. it's not customary. I make, no, I wouldn't I mean, make it over there. If if this is in Africa, right. then then it would be customary to like for her to propose to him and then like propose to five other guys like right after this, and they Ooh. all be her concubines. Do she gotta go by him? <laughs> do she gotta get his family a goat? I don't know. Oh no! Oh, not a goat. Make it a lamb, and we are gonna eat it. Oh shit! She gotta pay his dowry. This is crazy, man. man. Yeah, let's uh go ahead and hit another one up here. That's crazy. what's up. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We got some good ones on here. Um, anything specific that y'all uh looking towards that I need to um mm -hmm. post? Anything? I mean, uh, show anything funny? Um. Uh, this was interesting. You know, just a thought probing question, ladies. This question is for you or guys. You can chime in. What do women offer in a relationship that a man can't get from a cook, a maid, and a concubine? Um, the same thing a man can offer a woman that she can go pay for, take herself out to dinner and eat. Or keep herself company with a good damn book shit. Listen. You you are. <laughs> Yo, Jesus and I said what I said. Flip it. She's always quick to flip it. 
Quick. I just like, thought I'd ask you like, the ladies, uh, answer this question. Uh, and then <laughs> Gigi just flips it right away. Um, that damn Gigi. I like what James Edwards said. James Edwards said, nothing, but that's not why you date. You date to build a partnership, a team. You're supposed to equally give and get overall. Stop lying to that. You know, equally give and get. Let's just be honest. In everything that, that happens throughout the marriage, there's no equally give and get you know uh but you know hey, it does it does balance out you know at the end i decompress with my partner she releases her daily pressures with me what you can extract from a person material wealth sex etc is not the basis for building a relationship leave with that and failure is the only possible outcome yeah i thought that was dope that was dope. He's a dope individual. I like him. That's what's mm-hmm. up. I met him on Twitter like years and years ago. He's because he's married. I oh, think wow. he's married, right? Yeah, I think so. But yeah, because yeah, he be I'm having the uh, he be having to bounce sometimes because 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 you know the wife he called. You know, I think he said that a couple times on the show. So it's all good. Um, let's see, Vita Briscoe, um, says you don't have someone that you feel safe enough to be vulnerable with. You don't have someone who encourages you to better yourself. You don't have someone who loves you. You don't have loyalty. Your worth is dependent upon being able to afford these people. Hmm. Interesting. 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 I like that. Uh, Kim Nardi says loyalty, companionship, a partner, a family, daily affirmation. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you can get daily affirmation from a concubine and a mate, you know, um, even a cook, you know, depends on the cook you have. You, you know, oh, okay. uh, you, you could get um, uh, companionship from a, from a concubine. Um, yeah, you know, that's definitely companionship. A little bit, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, Some kind know, of form of companionship. Uh, you know, you can get companionship from your mate too, you know. Um, I watched this African, like it was like this some African series on Netflix um, called the, the the Brave Ones or whatever, and um, dude was messing okay. with his uh, his maid, and she was fine. And I was like, note to self, oh, never hire he a maid. Never. Right, he earned a Schwarzenegger the way, huh? The maid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Never earned a Schwarzenegger had a uh, he had a this baby by his maid. He had a whole sad baby by the maid, didn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't know she she was she was so good my to Consuela. me. Ah, she was so was good Consuela. to me. I mean, my wife made me mad sometimes. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, I, I hated stop. him. <laughs> I hated him being our governor. I did. Oh man, Passion. I had you out there in Cali. He was out there with you. That's yeah. why I know, right? Mm-hmm. I hated him being our governor. He was horrible. Passion, ideas, nurturing, sparring partner, friendship. Eh, sparring partner, I mean, eh, I, I get it. You you could, I mean, that's not what I think of when I think of um, my uh, uh, wife. But, I, I, you know, that's cool. Some people, you know, that might be the case. Uh, friendship, I feel like you could be friends with your concubine. You know, by Can definition, you? that's not necessarily the case. But uh, going back to his concubine. You could also be friends with your maid, and you could be friends with your cook. You know, okay. Um, you, yeah, you could be friends with your cook, your maid. Uh, I mean, I mean, how, we have how else do you help. have the sex with your maid? 
is if but you're not friends with them first. Cecilia, Miss Minnie, they was friends. Yeah, see, yeah. Miss Minnie taught her how to fry chicken. So yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah. the passion the ideas, day. nurturing, I feel like that's definitely your your, your spouse or something, like that, right? So we got some good TikToks too, some double standard TikToks. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so let's just check out here. Let's see. My last relationship in a nutshell. Um, hmm. Oh, period. Mm. <laughs> I'm getting sick of men saying, oh, I want a woman to be my piece. No, the f you don't. You want a woman that won't question you when you bring in chaos in her life, talking about be my piece. How you want her to mm -hmm. be your piece when all you're doing is bringing nightmares in her life? And every time she speaks up, you say she's disturbing your peace. Of course she is. You cheating. You ain't available. You don't validate her. When you say you want a woman to be your piece, you mean you want a woman that don't speak up for herself, that don't call you out on your motherfucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. If you not doing bullshit, it's peaceful. You don't even have to say be my peace. Yep. You are bringing peace. What peaceful ass nigga has ever had to say be my peace? The chaotic <laughs> men, the disrespectful men, cheating men, the men that got problems. The men that want to have their cake and eat it too, those are the men that scream, I want a, I want a woman to be my piece. <laughs> I'm getting sick Period. of this. Period. I mean, I'm going to share I, it on I, my, I real, my real timeline. I don't really agree with that, honestly. Because, I mean, if you're single and you're speaking out about the type of person that you want, you know, why not be able to say, you know, because I mean, I, I have you know we have these conversations with other guys all the time, and you know it's, I'm supposed to be her piece. She's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm supposed to you know give her peace. She's supposed to give me peace. You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I think no, that I don't want to be anybody's peace. I want you to have peace within yourself, and then mm -hmm. I want you not to disrupt that. Of course, I right. Think that's a, so that's why that's I said my last though. relationship. Because when he yeah. was here, he was acting like, well, you're supposed to be peaceful, blah, blah, But you were sitting here interrupting my goddamn, you know what I'm saying? You was the one that's creating the hell. That's why, that's why I agree with him. Yeah, yeah we and, and so you got to have the peace within yourself. You can't look to somebody mm -hmm. else to be your peace. Sure, mm -hmm. sure, absolutely. That's but, what okay. he's saying. And if you don't have so it, don't be creating the hell. Yeah, and, and, I, and I get that. Mm -hmm. I get that. I just feel like he was very, like, one-sided with with what he was saying because i mean right. every guy is not that and every guy you know i don't think I, he said every guy know. he was talking about those particular guys who are always screaming um be my piece or whatever like my ex was always screaming at you know and so, or so guys, that type, guys, that do that, type guys of, sit there and say yeah that, yeah like, like we're, supposed, we're supposed to be peaceful everything you know blah 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 that was his whole thing but yet, still, he was the one that was creating the chaos. I feel like that's expected, a natural thing. He expected there to be a peace, but he was the one creating all the chaos. Like You know what? I know where Joe's about to go with it. It's always arguing over fucking ponytail holders and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just stupid shit. And yeah, you know, there we go. You need someone to be your go. peace because you are full of chaos. And yeah, that's a good, yes. Yeah. That's, that's mm -hmm. a red flag for me. That's when I, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, and that, and that is a red flag. Absolutely, absolutely. The show's about mm -hmm. red flags tonight. And that's 
Definitely, I'm, I'm out. Uh, a red flag. You know? mm-hmm. so, um, that means you ain't got no peace. That means you have to come over and disrupt mine. I want no parts of that. I'm out. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I think it should be. I think it's get it, well in a in a healthy situation. I think it's a given that you know, you know, I have peace within myself. Therefore, you know, I'm in a sense. She walks into peace every day, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm. I'm peace within myself right so i'm not chaotic Mm -hmm. i'm 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 just you know i'm whatever and and same thing with her you know that should be the case it seems like a common sense type of thing i don't understand the idea of people like yelling out like you know hey you supposed to i don't know that's just weird that's how people be so (laughs) fucked up in relationships because you know you always got two incomplete people trying to make each other whole well, the thing is, right. you supposed to come into this thing whole. You whole, I'm whole, and we add into each other. If I'm incomplete and you mm-hmm. incomplete, we ain't never going to make it work. It's not going to work. Right. Now, this was weird right here. Um, I just yeah. heard some G-ish, <laughs> but I really had to listen. A straight man <laughs> said he was looking for another straight man to marry. I feel what? like I know where this person was trying to go, but it did not come across. It properly. ain't land. It didn't but, land. Yeah, it didn't land. The relationship would be business only. They don't sleep with each other and can have as many mm-hmm. females as they want. Like that's a roommate, right? Another man as a partner would probably lead to a stronger household because men tend to make more uh, money than women and tend to be less emotional. And let's be honest. A woman's touch in the house usually makes it more comfortable for women. I could go further, but I gotta leave some for y'all. Um, which one of y'all is munching on ice and stuff like that? I'm sorry. It's, it's like shaking in the background. I feel like we at church and somebody got that little that little thing that shakes with beans in it or whatever. Um, oh, tambourine. Not the tambourine. tambourine. The, 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 the African what? thing. <laughs> You know, y'all ain't had that at y'all church. I, <laughs> the I know what you I know what you're talking about. They did have it in my church. They played it when the choir marched in. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hey, all right. About. So this this is weird. I don't know about that, but I mean, they're describing a roommate. Okay. Basically, so, I like and, it. I, and I, Basically. they were trying. I think they were trying to be facetious about it. But it, like you said, it didn't land. I don't know. Um, you know, because when you sit there and you say a straight man to marry, that just, you know, whoever was saying that was being facetious, wherever he got that from, and he just, when he related, he just. Uh, right, Brandon, he gay. Gay <laughs> A-F. Gay he said marry. A-F. I mean, true. True. You know, I, absolutely. Ain't um, nothing to it. That's, uh, but he is gay A-F. I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. They got married. I love gay. that movie. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. So let's take a look here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these two were kind of serious, so I, I, I wasn't really looking to to play these. Y'all can go back, look on the page, and uh, play those. What? We talking about double standard? Okay. Um. What? No, I'm talking about play these. Right one you want. Oh, I, I okay. Post, I posted these, and they they a little more oh, serious. Okay. You know. Um. But we we can play them at the end here. I'm hurry up and get to uh celebrity news you can't use. Um. Let's see. This is a TikTok here. Uh, let's peep this and see what this is all about. Mm-hmm. Oh, I give you a video of first date red flags. Honestly, nowadays I am only expecting princess treatment. So here's some first date red flags for you guys to know about. Number one, not confirming the date the night before or of the morning of. If he's leaving you with no information until literally the evening of the date, 
bin him. It means he's not that interested in you or he just doesn't have time for you. First date, he should be grinding to get on that date with you and confirm. Red flag. Flag number two, if he doesn't pull out the chair for you to sit. I'm sorry, I'm really traditional. So if he doesn't pull out the chair for me to sit, it's a no. Flag number three, if he opens the door and walks before you, like he doesn't open the oh. door, it's a no. Yes. This is a minimum for me. Number four, if he doesn't text you, if you got home okay after the date. Like, what game are you trying to play? If he hasn't texted me if I've gotten home okay, it's a no. Safety first, people. Especially if you're a gentleman, you will be texting that girl if she got home okay. Number five, if they don't plan the date slash if they wing the date, like winging it. Um, Is that the amount of effort you're going to show me? No. Next red flag, if you're on a date and he's rude to staff. At this point, I would be walking out the date. And not getting paid enough to be taking your shit. I'm sorry, but it's true. Another big red flag. If they don't ask you any questions, it means they're just not that interested in you. They don't care about who you are and what you're doing. If a guy's really interested in you, they're going to want to know all about you. So if they're not asking you questions, it's a no. The date is there so that you can get to know each other. And if he doesn't want to know anything about you, say goodbye. Let me know if you want more first date red flags. I thought I'd give you a video. I, I agree with you that. You that's what Brandon's. Yeah. Hey, well, look, but if you look at Brandon's profile picture, he kind of look like he don't plan shit. You know what I mean? As far as the date's concerned, you know what I mean? You Good plan people, a date. Don't ask me it. what you want to do. Like he don't plan shit. He's like, yo, right? Uh, you know, what you want to do? Whatever you want to do. No, you taking me out on the first date. You plan a goddamn date. Well, why? How are you asking me out on a date? But I gotta plan the shit. That's just ugh. Hey, look, That's look, annoying. Look, the fellas is the fellas is really mad at this chick right here. Oh, well, like, they'll get over it. Yeah, yeah. Vaughn, he was like, <laughs> I had to mute her. Like, <laughs> but you know, well, yeah. I feel where she's coming from because you got yeah. standards after out the gate. Like, if you say I don't uh -huh. require much, you gonna get the bare fucking minimum. And you know what? It's twenty twenty two, ladies. We gonna quit settling. We gonna say what we want up front. So that way, they need to oh, know I if they have stuff. Hey. They gotta, yeah. Hey, go. uh, you know what? Hey, John said something the other day on uh, Truth Be Told show, and it was dope as hell. He basically said if you change the bait for these fellas and and then then the standards will change meaning like okay if women stop uh accepting dudes walking around with pants sagging this that and the other then i don't know, you know nobody in order to get the woman the the dudes will step their game up you know what i mean i so, don't have any friends that date men who sag their pants but i know what you're saying i get what you're saying exactly right. so, so I, i've always right. expected a man to open the door for me i've always expected a man to exactly. pull out Those my chair i don't it's always been yeah to me it is standard yeah, exactly that's what i'm saying so for instance um you know there was a story uh that, that john gave about a, a brother who came to him because uh the woman who this brother approached uh said something about you need to um what are you what are you gonna be doing in the next five years what are your goals in the next five years and the brother was like uh i don't know or whatever she said look come back to me when you got um your goals written down when you know what you're doing in the next five years he came to uh, uh john his acquaintance is and and the, the the brother was like yo what do i do what do i say you know, and so they started talking about his goals or whatever. So, again, if you sit there, because I, I know I remember at 19 walking up to this 25, 26 year old that just like I was just excruciatingly enthralled by. And, yo, I had to step my game up like I had to like tighten myself up, be better 
in order to date this woman. You know what I mean? So again, mm-hmm. if you change the yeah. bait, then you could change a whole society of people because guys, they do what they do for women. You get the cars, you get the house, you get the 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 whatever for women, right? Because you're trying to attract a woman. You know, women do what the mm-hmm. hell they do for themselves. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm just saying, uh, guys do it. So again, you know, so what is this? Uh, John says, do y'all know how to create flags? Um, meaning red flags, like red flags, like, uh, uh, well, I mean, I guess, you know, tonight's show is all about, um, red flags, meaning, um, things that you should be looking out for when you, uh, kind of meet someone or, or are looking to go out on a date with someone, man, T the red flags that you talked about, um, the, <laughs> the other day or whatever, golly, like, uh, is this another one right here? I feel like she's gonna talk with a British accent, so I'm 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 scared. I want to share that that story on her, but I'm afraid that he might be listening. Today, I'm going to tell you the different types of fuckboys to look out for and how to spot them. I made the series about a year ago, and it went kind of viral. And I have since privated the videos because I got embarrassed, and I just wanted to do it better. So here we go. There are four main types of fuckboys to look out for. But first, I want to educate y'all, because I think you get confused about the definition of a fuckboy. A lot of people think a fuckboy is just someone who sleeps around with a lot of girls, but I'm not here to slut shame. You can sleep with as many girls as you want. The problem comes in when you're using manipulation or lying tactics in order to get a girl to sleep with you. And I'm not even here to hate on fuckboys either. Fuckboys can be fun in the right circumstances. But I do want to give girls the tools and knowledge to know how to spot a fuckboy and how to deal with them if you find yourself in a situation with one. So the first type of fuckboy is the narcissist or the pretty boy. This is the easiest type of fuckboy to spot because they usually walk, act, and talk like a fuckboy. They're very image obsessed and this goes beyond just their physical appearance. It's also very important to them how they are perceived by their friends and the general public. They're generally very superficial. They probably got with you originally because of your looks. They're very inconsistent, usually only hit you up for like a hookup or if they, you know, have their boys out at a table at the club. And as soon as it doesn't look good on them to be with you anymore, they'll drop you. The second type of fuckboy I like to call the bitch boy. This is someone who performs all the duties that a normal boyfriend would and expects you to perform girlfriend duties. They'll text you in the morning, good night, wants to meet his family, might even bring up kids several times. But when it comes down to it, he can't commit. This is my personal yeah. fuckboy because they not only want the physical benefits of having a girlfriend, they also need the emotional support. And then when time has gone on and you eventually have to be the girl that's like, well, so what are we? They'll give you a ton of excuses and not actually commit. The third type of fuckboy is the actual fuckboy. This type of fuckboy is the most frustrating because they are in it purely for the power play. It goes beyond just sex and attention for them. They truly, genuinely enjoy the chase and the aspect of control. This is usually characterized by a very quick start. They might say things like, oh, I've never felt this way about someone so quickly before, or take you out on extravagant dates, all sorts of things that probably seem too good to be true, and that's because they are. After a few talking, they will find some reason to end the relationship, and they're always going to make it your fault. 
And then there is a fourth and final type, which is the unaware fuckboy. This is someone who doesn't even realize that they're a fuckboy. They genuinely deep down believe that they're a good person or a nice guy, oh. but they'll end up using the same tactics as mm. all of you. They'll be dismissive of wow. your opinions and gaslight you, etc. In my next video, I'm going over all the red flags of these and how they relate to each one. Hi, friends. Wow. It, you know, she broke like, the fuck boys down. Man, and that's like, that's too much. Like, <laughs> dudes to sit there and, and do all of that. Like, I'm going to strategically break mm -hmm. up with you in three months. You know what I mean? Like, that's, it's, it's guys out there. You know what? Whoa, wait a minute. I just I'm out there like that. There was a post that I did post about women who plot to break up relationships. Mm. It's in there that, too. You might scroll back a little bit. Is it? Is it? Did we already pass it? it, it I posted it maybe like after last week's episode. Was it a TikTok or was it? No, it's not uh, a TikTok. Verbiage? I don't. Okay, I, I think I know see. which one you're yeah. talking about. It's this one. Yeah, right here. Right. Yep. This mm. So, so let's let's talk about this. How to steal someone? So, boyfriend. A threat. So this is what now? What do we? What do how we to steal a boyfriend? She plotted on how to. She's giving step by step instructions on how to get in there and steal a boyfriend. Hmm. 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 Mm. Um. Okay. So I think. Um. Oh, okay. So so when John says, "Do y'all know how to create red flag?" I guess what he's saying is, you know. I guess in a sense how to spot them or or create a situation to to give a guy the way you got to answer so here's one if a man asks you for a date say i want you to meet my father brother or uncle first and see how they respond why would i want somebody a stranger to meet my you know i mean yeah because you know, I mean, I told my daughter because I, I recently just—I mean, I recently just met my daughter's boyfriend, like for the first time. Mm -hmm. It's a very oh, interesting she's situation. Dating? Yes, she's dating. Um, wow, wow. You know, uh, they only see each other at work uh, and whatnot. They haven't, you know, they're you know, fifteen puppy love, right? Uh, so, mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I, I, I. I told her, you know, after, you know, texting her the stuff about the 40, ca the 40 caliber and telling your boyfriend about it. And, you know, then the boyfriend said, what, what, what colors that I said, it's all black, the same color you'll see if you ever mess with my daughter wrong. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, after all of that and, you know, met him and all this, that and the other, then, you know, it was interesting. And I, I pulled her to the side. I said, he seems like a good dude. I said, but listen, I always make sure that you whenever you meet a guy if he shows interest in you or what have you then let him know you know you got a daddy and i tell you what let him know that your daddy's a little off his rocker so he better be on his shit mm -hmm. um you know and uh, she said okay so um you know that was kind of and so i get that with what he's saying because again which take real quick i'm gonna I'm I'm come back to this but this goes back to really the post that um, I said was a little serious. This one right here. Um, and and we can listen to this if y'all want. But this one right here. Uh, nah, this one right here. 
like being a young lady and not having a father, not having big brothers, not having like nobody that's going to step in and defend you and being mm -hmm. out here in the world. When men find out that they don't have to answer to a man about how they handled you, be prepared for a motherfucker to do anything to you. Yeah. Brace yourself. Mm -hmm. Brace your fucking self. Mm -hmm. There are things that happen to women, exclusively to women, mm -hmm. that men know they don't have to deal with a man about her. Mm -hmm. Like being a young lady. Yeah, so, you know, my, my yeah. cousin actually moved from Cali um, to Columbus, Ohio, and she, you know, dating a guy, and that's close here. So she asked me to come up uh, strictly for the reasoning of saying she wanted the dude that she's with to know that there's dudes around, you know, me. Right. You know what I mean? So that yep. any bullshit, you're going to have to answer to him. You know what? That right. reminds me of a situation. My daughter, she's not dating yet, but there was a situation at school where a little boy put his, put hands, his hands on her inappropriately. And she and came she home came and she was telling me about it. And my, and my son over her, he comes in and he goes, do he live in the neighborhood? And she said, yeah. He said, well, what house he live in? My son comes back. Now, my daughter, she's in the third, she was in the third grade. This is last school year. My son is 14 years old at the time. He comes back, he's got this sock stuffed with rocks and Legos. And he was like, he's getting a coma today. I'm like, you cannot right. go beating up third graders. But, but I love that five characteristics of red flag behavior in relationships are gonna handle that for her. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And that's and that's important, you know, because uh, again, I, I don't know who gets it confused, but I can't create life. I have no possible ability to create life. But guess what? You can Women protect can. it. If you don't, if you don't find something so special and important about that as to the reason why you should be focusing on protecting that young soldier then I, I i can't even i can't even help you because that right there is is a common sense type of thing that you know is there and you shouldn't even have to worry about it um you you know that's not a think twice type thing like you should know that the ladies around us, our family, our loved ones, um, you know, even if you're walking down the street and see a dude beating up on a woman, you, you know, these are things that you, you don't allow certain things to happen. So mm -hmm. uh, I just find that crazy, though, when I think about right. your son, because I'm like, damn, I remember this nigga was like this big. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, and he came, when Derek came in, he was like, D, blah, 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 blah. And that was like, and Derek was like, what? He was like, we about to go find him. So they were about to go jump this little boy. <laughs> And I'd have stopped him like, whoa, wait a minute. She's in the third grade. Y'all in high school. Y'all can't be jumping people. Let me handle it. But at least I know, like, when right. she gets older of dating age, some shit mm -hmm. go left. They were raised right and understand what they need yeah. to do. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I tell you what, I want to, I want to, um, you know, if we can, if y'all don't mind, can we go ahead and get to celebrity news? Because we got uh, Brother Diego back there and um, okay. he's waiting on us. So, I want to go ahead and um get to celebrity news so we can go ahead and bring him on. Hey, it's all good. That that's perfect because we're already at 950. So 
Um, you don't have no celebrity ahead. news today? I said I don't have a whole lot, but I know oh, okay. what we're talking about. Go ahead. We're going we to talk about our cousin, well, our ex-cousin, because we even kicked him out the family. Cousin Kanye? Cousin, cousin Kanye. Kanye. He makes oh, cousin. his cousin. I know. Hey, hey, I mean, y'all, hey, as far as I'm concerned, y'all got to bring him back because after listening no, to the don't. interview on uh, Drink Champs, oh man, he he explained. We're not bringing him back. Oh man, you know. But you know what? Here's the thing. You know, we did that show about narcissism, and one thing that we know about a narcissist, I don't know if he's a genius or a narcissist, but you know, a narcissist, they always can explain away what they've done. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, but I, I listened to some of Drink Champs. I didn't listen get to listen to the whole thing, but it was crazy, you know. He's I was over at Candace Owens' house and I watched the documentary on George Floyd and he died from fentanyl in the system. You can't do that, cousin Kanye. You can't do that. You just his mama, uh, George Floyd, mama suing Kanye now. They're they're suing him now. So it's mm-hmm. created a whole shit show. He was over on the Chris on the Chris Cuomo show. I'm happy that Chris Cuomo is back on my TV. I know I, I got a thing for Chris Cuomo. He should have never been fired from CNN, but he's back on our TV and he did a whole interview with Kanye and I watched some of it and he pretty much let Kanye do Kanye for the whole hour and uh, he's the only one who challenged him so that was pretty crazy, but he did go and issue he went on Pierce Morgan it was it yesterday or today mm. and he's issued an apology so he's apologizing for all the shenanigans. But I did think that it was pretty crazy that he's trying to buy the parlor. And so now he's trying to buy parlor, the same social network site that the January 6th resurrection was organized on. So he's trying to well, buy I mean, Well, you know, Kanye freedom of speech does is Kanye, important. I believe, for publicity. Freedom of speech is important because when they did all that shit to Trump, when they kicked them off of Twitter and off of Facebook. That's why we're going to Facebook jail. Or did you guys notice that like after all yeah. that happened, now you're going to Facebook jail for like every little thing because they have to now because they kicked the president off of the social media site. Kanye is now saying that uh President Trump is racist. Well, I mean, well, we've been we've been knowing that. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but uh, but we- but you know, here's my thing. You know, if 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 Republicans racist and Democrats racist, uh, they you know what? Racist. You got to decide which racist plantation you want to be on. You want to exactly. be on a racist they plantation are, that continues to shackle you, or you want to be on a racist plantation that actually gives you some freedom and lets you roam around. You got to figure out which one you want. Well, well we're gonna keep it all the way about. That's uh, a double edged sword. When on he that. ran for president, I, I was gonna run Kanye my vote. I ain't even gonna lie. I was gonna run him my vote. Yeah. Well, he says yeah. he's running for 2000. Well, the thing is, when you're in a position of power such as Trump, you really do have to be careful with your words and the things that you're saying. So, <laughs> yeah, we're in America, freedom of speech. But look what his hold on, let me finish. Look what his yeah, look what his freedom of speech did. It incited a whole riot. You know what I'm saying? It incited a riot. So that's part of why he got kicked off of Twitter. When you're sitting there spewing, you're in a powerful position. You're the CEO of the United States. You got to watch what you tweet. You got to watch what you say because millions of people are listening to you. And look what happened at, 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 at Capitol Hill or whatever, like Supreme Court or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Inside the fucking riot to the fucking government of the United States. So fuck Trump. 
He was a great <laughs> businessman. Fuck he was a great businessman. We was getting all them goddamn um, stimulus and shit. He's a great businessman. He uh-huh. he did run a country in a in a great business sense, but the things that he was doing was not things that a, a president should do. Because what? I promise you, had President hold on, had President Obama been saying and doing some of the same stuff, he would have definitely uh they they would have voted him out and he would have been out before it was his little eight year child, the first two years he would have been out. President Obama could have cannot have done half the stuff that Trump did or said. Yeah, yeah. And President Obama yeah. uh gave plenty of money to the Jews. Uh black people ain't getting Ooh, none. Um we but with, well that's fine if he did. I mean shit, he took a gave a shit because everybody was watching him thinking that's what he was gonna do any fucking way. He couldn't do shit for he, he us. He can't he can't what if he tried to do you know, so if he would have tried to do something for us, all motherfuckers would have been they can't just like deuce it. They like they got a whole you know Senate and, and Congress to to answer to. So they can't just. Do what stuff. I'm saying is, had he did something for black people, specifically for black people and targeted black people, I'm gonna just for how many motherfuckers would have been after his ass? How many people would have blamed him on internet on social media for doing something for black people specifically because he was mm-hmm. black? Well, you know, just just remember, so, you know, yeah. I, I think you know. Again, it goes back to just deciding which plantation you want to be on. You know, I like the plantation that gives me the freedom to make the business moves that I I I, I want to make. You know what I mean? And as soon as you do something I, wrong, you still gonna get beaten and salt is still gonna be thrown on them wounds. Don't matter what nah, size you nah. are. On both sides. Yes. I mean, it, you, and that, you will get your wake up call. You will get your wake up call. That's a uh, mentality. You will get you a wake up call. I mean, nah, so the, nah. deciding on what side of the plantation you want to run on. Or both, either way of this, either Racism way of on the plantation. Well if we're on a plantation, circle. either way, on if we're in a plantation, don't matter. Sue, either way, either side, you mess up, you gonna get you. Ju- you definitely gonna they get gonna, a wake up call. They gonna tell you still, nigga. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. 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 So, that doesn't <laughs> happen in my circle. Um, so I was trying not to say that, but yep. Any more celebrity I news? It, I said it so you didn't have to. Uh, and celebrity yeah. news, uh, moving right along. Uh, Ray J and Princess. Princess has admitted that she sometimes participated in threesomes to keep Ray J happy. And now she oh, I'm sure she did. I'm sure she did. I'm sure she yeah. did. You know what? Um, I feel like that's inviting trouble into your marriage when you start doing stuff like that to keep it spicy like if you got to resort to a threesome to keep it spicy it's time to just go ahead and walk away because now you know so now there's lines there that have been crossed and now like okay well we already did this with this person so it's okay to do this and and that's how shit goes left so now they're getting the divorce for good now what else do we got unless that's what you were already into or that's something that y'all talked about early on and something that both of y'all like and y'all, and y'all if you're doing something like that, that is- yeah. And if you're doing something illegal. like that, you definitely got to have rules. And um, anyway, yeah, I, I <laughs> it's got to be boundaries. All right. <laughs> you uh, definitely got to be boundaries. You got to have a safe word, you know, pineapple. The safe word? <laughs> Period, pineapple. Go, go, go ahead. <laughs> What's our next celebrity news? Our next celebrity news? Shit, I done forgot. <laughs> you know I'm what? Sorry. <laughs> Safe word just fucked he me brought up. back pineapple. Yes, pineapple. That safe word fucked me up. 
It's been a slow week in celebrity news. Well, it ain't been a slow week. I just kind of been, I haven't been keeping it's just up. It's been a like Kanye week. Because my, my heart and my soul was with BravoCon up in New York. I wish that I was there. Nobody would go with me. So I've been keeping up with all of that. So I haven't really kept up with celebrity news this week. Mm. Well, The Walking Dead is back on. Yay. <laughs> the last season. Love is I'm Blind so is sad. back season well, three. We're going to go ahead and go to commercial I'm a deadhead. And uh, then we got Brother that. Diego. Remember, Diego's got that cliffhanger that, that he cliffhanger, left us I'm with. I remember. Why do super successful, you know, we're talking 500K or better a year, uh, uh, men choose not to date African-American I'm women, ready. Right? I'm ready. So uh, we're going to get to that here in just a minute. We're going to bring my brother on. And uh, I, I called him, uh, um, what did I call him? I said, uh, 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 Mr. Diego, uh, Mr. Make Sense. You know what I mean? That's uh, that's his name now, his new name. Mr. Make Sense himself is going to be with us uh, right after commercials. All right, don't go nowhere. We'll be right back, y'all. Hey, folks, check out HealthDaddyWild.net. 100% plant-based herbs and supplements. Whether you're in person or online, use the word tipping for 10% off. Remember, feel better, look great, HealthDaddyWild.net. Remember, health anywhere. A BB Trading Company, home of soap sticks and Saya Baba products. Over 400 locations at a store near you Cincinnati, Ohio, Louisville, and Lexington, Kentucky, Southern Indiana, or find yours online at sayababa.com. Again, that's sayababa.com. Habibi Trading Company, where you can find fragrances to incite your senses. No panties after dark. Your adult relationship conversation conversation. Going where most ones. Speaking of things, most ones. It's no panties after dark. We put the relations back into right y'all we're back again it is no panties after dark and uh next up to the stage we have a brother who we brought on last week along with um uh brother relationship gumbo who again that was just a fantastic show and um you know we we had this brother on as well 
uh, he 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 is a brother who has a particular viewpoint that that not many brothers have, right? Because he's he's you know among a lot of uh, very financially successful elite people. You know, he's got a software company himself. So you know, you get to get perspectives from him that not many brothers have, and he's he's open to speak openly about it. So. That's what's cool about it. So we're going to welcome brother uh, Diego Denson, Mr. Make Sense himself, to the stage. Welcome, 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 brother. We appreciate welcome you coming back. back. Hey. Hello, ladies. Welcome back. Oh, Thank you for welcoming me back. Let me know, Joe, if you can hear me, man. Is my microphone up high enough on this uh, setup? Absolutely. You sound good. You sound good, bro. Thank you. All right. Good, 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 good. So... You know, I don't know if we, um, you know, uh, if we if we start with um, <laughs> the cliffhanger from last week or not. But our show this week is all about red flags. Uh, what do we call it, uh, T? We said, uh, we do you take you the ball and, and go or do you stay and play? Right. Mm, so yeah. uh, that was a dope title. You know, um, I just uh, that's why I love brainstorming with these ladies, because they, they you know, even when we come up with something, we'll take it, tweak it and make it better. So, um, you know, Absolutely. do you take the ball and go or do you stay and play? So that's uh, as a matter of fact, you know, let me let me let me be on my. My, Did you my, see my, my little meme I posted here. with that? My little <laughs> you thought you could change you? <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's uh, an interesting question. Red flags. Take your ball and go or stay in play. Good stuff. Good stuff. I think I even, I think I even, uh, oh, yeah. So all right, it was last week. Um, all right, so when you think about this, you know, do you take your ball and go or do you stay in play? All right. Um, what's the first thing that comes to, uh, your mind, brother Diego Denson? <laughs> you know, it's all about red flags this week, you know? <clears throat> you know, it's very interesting. You guys are talking about this, right? Um, uh, I listened a little bit and I came in, there was some lady with a great video talking about F, F boys that I couldn't stop laughing. So uh, it was very interesting. It almost and, and like, you, can, you can say fuck boys if you want. You know. But it just sounded like everybody that didn't commit to her or date her or didn't marry her, and she called him an F boy. I found that interesting. So it was funny to me. I, I really had a great time. Hmm. It was very entertaining. So um, the other thing I was going to say was this. Should you take the ball and run? You know. Or stay play, and play. Or stay you and know, play. When, when, when red flags pop up. So to me, the interesting thing is, is that I think one of the, the one of the young ladies kind of talked about everybody kind of has broken pieces about them, right? So to me, it's like if you're gonna stay and play, I guess it depends on what flags can be going from red and perhaps moving over to purple a little bit. I don't know because can, can sometimes green flags, like I posted in a chat today, can sometimes green flags be turned into red flags? Mm -hmm. So to me, when I think mm -hmm. about red flags, of course, it depends. Some red flags have a higher severity level. It's like football. Roughing the passer goes further as a penalty than it does of pass interference. You know, so it just all depends. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, I tend to, you know, try to look at red flags and engage the personal and, and start taking precautions on it. Like it just depends. If you're a man or a woman that's looking to find someone to marry, 
of course, you're probably going to be critical about every red flag you see. Um, if you're a person that's casually dating, perhaps you don't look at as many unless some of them are just blaring like, uh, like a stop sign or something like that. Right. So I personally feel like it just all depends on what you're looking for. Like what's each other's intentions. If I'm trying to get somebody and get into a long term relationship with serious commitment, I want to try to eliminate as many red flags as possible personally. Absolutely. Absolutely. So T, um, as you speak about it, as, as we talk about it, you know, <laughs> red flags, you, man. That story I okay. told you the other day. <laughs> listen, listen, we not, see, I wasn't even going to say it that way. I was going to say was, it woo. different to try to help you out. Right. So uh, tell us some red flags that you've heard from, from, from guys, you know, whether it's recent or not. <laughs> All right, so big red flag to me, you start talking about exes right away. So I'll go ahead and, you know what, I'm never going to go out with this guy. I'll go ahead and share the story. I'm engaging in a phone call, you know, a pre-date screen, you know, decide if I'm going to, you know, invest some time. So we're having a phone conversation, and immediately he starts telling me about his ex, and he tells me that she's crazy, so that in my mind, Ding, 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 because I know that you're only going to give me part of the story that she's crazy. And he's speaking of an altercation that they had and the police were called. And I'm sitting here like, another red flag? Just, okay. He said, but when the police got there, they remembered that I called on her before. I'm sitting here like, wow. Mm. So then he goes into this altercation where she hit him but, with but a hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just sitting here <laughs> thinking about this. And I'm like, first off, okay, why are you still with her? That's a red flag. You know, you we know why he with her. You know why he with her. Man, some internal emotional issue that he's got going on. No, that and ain't that. You know, yeah, he, he, he it's the pooty tang. Yeah, yes. we know that. Uh, 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 but that still leads to internal issues that he's got, right? That tells uh, me that you like drama, you like drama, yeah, you like discord. Yeah. So, I even if it's subconscious, he likes drama. I, I don't come with that, I don't come with crazy, I don't do any of those things. So, I'm like, off the cuff, we're not compatible. So, then he's telling me about some other girl that he had messed with before, and her house is dirty. So, yeah. you her house was dirty and you still knocked her down anyway. Yeah, mm. SpongeBob, me see myself on out. So my thing is this like but did but did but did but look, didn't he say something like, you know, uh <laughs> he, he, said he, could, he, could, he said he could but then that was right before okay, never mind. Yeah, I mean that that's more, but it just was like this was a pre-date screen. I, I'm very doubtful, very doubtful. Less than one percent chance you're actually gonna get a date at this point, because you know, with me personally, I waste. I feel like I wasted a lot of time in a relationship that you know didn't pan out. So I and I'm getting older, older, older. Shit. Yeah, twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. I don't got yeah. time for the bullshit. I don't got time for the bullshit. You gotta come correct. So I'm in this point in my life where I'm not selling myself short. So I'm like, I want this, 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 and this. And I feel like I deserve those things. And I'm mm -hmm. not, you know, when you say I don't require a lot, that sets you up to accept bare minimum. Mm. And I'm just in a point in my life where I'm not accepting bare minimum. So I'm just sitting here looking at these flags like, okay, you like crazy bitches. 
You don't care if a bitch is dirty. You just have no standards. Mm. And I'm just sitting here like that. Man, that makes you be like, well, what am I? You know what I mean? Exactly. Where am I on your list? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, so, hey, yeah, I, and I'm gonna let I'm gonna let y'all dudes know that. Look, if if y'all you know like talk to her, trying to date, whatever, she gonna come to her closest friends and 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 and, and, and you know ask questions like, to, to get some understanding and this, that, and the other. So and we've, um, we've if she know, I know. As you know, as I'm navigating, you know, saying my, my singleness and I'm out here and I'm, I'm dating and, you know, mm -hmm. saying that was one thing, like when I got back out here, I, I just, I, I did not expect like, you know, to be so many men out here ready to go out. And I'm sitting here like, y'all come with all these issues and I don't need to send you back to your mama's house so she can finish raising you. Cause I, yeah. So yeah. That, those are red flags. Like if you're, you're not grown and you don't know how to take care of business, that's a red flag. Well, what is business? What is business? Okay, so it's cold outside. We got to hide our house. My house is in the shop. <laughs> I, I saw that post. My house is <laughs> in the shop. It's funny. So it's cold outside. So you, you don't have no, you know, saying like I'm 39. So I'm going to be dating guys, you know, saying my age or older. If you're my age and older and you don't have nowhere to live, that's a red flag. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah, that's definitely mean... a red flag. I mean, what what you mean nowhere to live? Like what you, you don't have nowhere to dudes? live. What's going on? <laughs> you don't have nowhere to live. You don't have an address. I can't come visit you. I can't pull up on you. You can pull up on me. I own my home, but hmm. I can't pull up. You know, you don't have to be a homeowner. You can be a renter, but you have to have somewhere to live. So that means that tells me that you're you don't handle business. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Okay. So you gotta be able to handle business. Uh, I don't want to hear you talking crazy about your your ex, your baby mama, because I know that you're only giving half of the story. You're not telling, like, what did you do to make her be crazy? She wasn't crazy all by herself. Sometimes people are crazy all by themselves, but what did you contribute to that? So, you know, that tells me lack of accountability. <laughs> My house is in the shop right now. <laughs> I, when I saw this, I started busting out laughing. Cause, Cause uh, it's, cold outside, that was Joe. It's, cold it's cold outside, Joe. It's cold outside, and this is cuffing season. You know what I mean? Outside. It's cold outside. This is when we want to get together, cuddle up, and warm up, and whatnot. You, you know can't I mean? move. You can't move in over here with me, sugar. <laughs> Man, you can't so, move in over here. So yeah, those are def those are definitely some red flags. But like my main, my my favorite question, like when I'm getting to know someone, I ask them like, so hey. Tell me, what is your relationship like with your children? Because mostly everybody my age and up, they have children. Mostly everybody. It's very rare that you run into someone, you know, late 30s, early 40s that doesn't have children. So what's your relationship <laughs> like with your children? If you're 50 cent and you don't have a relationship with your children and your baby mama's bitter, that's a red flag for me. I mean, 50 Cent can kind of afford to not have a relationship for real. I mean, this is, you know, I mean. Yeah, and, you know, and he kind of elaborated on that. He was like, if Marquise really wanted to have a conversation, he would have called me and not. Yeah, and exactly. That's, that's, like, that's the true. dumbest, like, like that's this. I don't know who's setting that up. If it's, if it's 50 setting that up or if it's his son setting that up. But somebody is out here just trying to stay relevant. <laughs> somebody. That's yeah. some celebrity bullshit right there. It's a bad yeah, deal. So yeah, but I mean, that's to me, that's just crazy. You know, that's crazy. If you, you know, that's craziness. I don't come with a whole lot of drama. I don't bring a whole lot of that. It just, I, I can't. So I don't want you giving it to me. Another red flag, like what we were talking about earlier, 
you always hear men saying, I want someone to be my peace. So are you telling me that you don't have peace within yourself? Mm -hmm. Are you telling me that you have a lot of chaos within yourself? You're incomplete. You're going to come over here and disrupt everything that I've worked hard to build within myself. I don't think that's what they mean. I'm sorry. I don't think that's what they mean when they say that. Well, you know, you got to. I don't either. So my thing is this. I don't want to be your peace. Have peace within yourself and I will not disrupt that. I will add to that. They but mean side piece. piece. You know, that's what they mean. Side piece. Um, <laughs> no, I'm I just being be funny. Hey, Diego, elaborate on that when you say that you don't think that that's what they mean. And I don't need it. We watched, actually, we watched this TikTok video that I think dude like went off the rails, honestly. Yeah, he okay. did. When he, you know, went on that. But go ahead, D. I believe that when a man says that, and, and I understand, I believe honestly, most women understand what, what a man means when he says that. But I can understand how one woman may not understand or a different woman might get a different thing. But I think a man typically, is saying like if he's a busy person or if he's out there doing a lot of things that that is very chaotic like you know busyness going from maybe he's working multiple jobs maybe he works very hard and he has long days and stuff like that i think he's saying when he comes home he's wanting some wonderful peace and solace from his lady like he's hoping that you know he doesn't come home and she's gonna say you know why'd you come home so late and blah 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 blah. like instead of you know meeting him with a little bit of you know maybe she had a rough day herself they both come together because they look for solace and peace in each other. Like, oh, I'm glad I'm here. I can cozy up to you. You take, you help me take my mind off the rough day. I got some nice, uh, wonderful softness. Maybe we watch a nice quiet movie together, or maybe there's something you might do. Like, later I rub your back, or maybe you rub my temples or something. I think men are talking like that when they mean my peace. They're saying not Ooh. come home to someone that meets them at the door with arguments and men and women both do this so people pretend like that doesn't happen and i've experienced it both ways i've met people while walking the door they're like oh i'm glad you're here uh i know you love tea i'm gonna make you some tea real quick babe and i met some women that when you walk in the door and women probably experience this with men like right away uh, you didn't see my text like as soon as you walk in the door you could have had the worst yeah. day ever at your job or if or it made it have a bad it's, business it's, it's, deal. I, so i think they're talking about meeting that person and they want to come home to that solace like i'm glad I've i never... sit down and relax with you i mean no. i feel like you're 39 years old i think that you experienced somebody probably I've... greeting you with niceness some people don't greeted you chaotically before right, I but that's you what i'm saying most of the people that say be my peace they're, they're the ones that are greeting me with the chaos yeah and and i mean i but i feel like you know like... to to diego's <laughs> point you know a man especially a melanated man goes out into the world and has to deal with a lot of things like and i and i heard someone say this recently i think it was uh, uh queen aziza muhammad he goes out into the world he doesn't have authority on his job right and 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 then if he can't come home and have some type of you know peace and authority there then what does he have you know what I mean? In this world. So when you say peace, then what I gather from that is, is the same as Diego, you know, uh, allow me to come home and fall into your recharging fountain of, 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 of amazingness. Right. You know what I mean? So like, for instance, I, I give you, you know, since I work from home, then, you know, my lady, when she comes home, you know, I, I got, I got, 
some nice music playing. Uh, I'll have uh, um, uh, incense burning, candles, you know, a, a, a candle burning so the house is smelling good and, you know, whatever. And 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 usually, you know, like today, you know, I, I did some some uh, some stew and vegetable stew and all of that and had it sitting and waiting and it was already ready. I'm, I'm back out in my office working and whatnot. And, and, you know, she's like, yo, do we need anything from the store? I'm like, nah, baby, I got it covered. Then it's already ready. You know what I mean? And, and so she gets to come home and chill. You know what I mean? Because I know that's what she wants to do when she comes home. She really don't want to well, stop see, by the store. And that's the she, difference. You know, you that's, have, that's, that's peace. You have the peace within yourself and she does not disrupt that. She adds to it. Correct. Exactly. That's exactly. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is most men, when they say be my peace, the ones that I've encountered, they are coming with chaos and disruption and mm -hmm. all kinds of other bullshit. I'm saying be that within yourself. And then when you come to me, I'm going to add to it. I'm not going to disrupt it. But I can't I see be, what she's saying. I can't be your, yeah. your calming force. Yeah. I, can't I see what she's saying. But, yes. but I'm going to also lean with, with you two again, Joe, both ways, because I'm assuming, Joe, you gave your story because you have been met with non-peace before. Absolutely. So that's why you're giving your like. story. I know Joe's story. He's been met with non-peace before. So that's what he's saying. <laughs> and I'm saying myself as a man, I've definitely had both sides. I've had, yeah. can believe how peaceful this one woman was. I'm like, wow. Then you meet another one that you're like, wow, it's like yeah. night and day, like right away. It's like, you're not. Look at what Trey Jackson said right here. Not more of so peace more of like being comfortable with the woman yeah. and being able to let his guard down and relax yeah. like if there's one place that i should be able to let my guard down That's and relax it should be home with my lady mm -hmm. you know what i Agreed. mean Agreed. And, and and that is absolute that's that's just i'm telling you i think I a lot even, of couples don't have that i think it goes both don't. ways men especially or women. i think, I think people don't have a lot of they can't come on like the guy trey said he want to come on with some solace he's like out there mm -hmm. was what that was i'm home i yeah. want some solace and peace you know what i'm saying it don't have to be like your lady got to be your best friend that's even better but i'm saying people yeah. want that solace and yeah. they want to be comfortable that they guard down they've been out there you know like a wrecking ball all day so to me i've seen it both ways i've definitely had some wonderful women but you know you could tell that maybe they stepped on a put a, a, a rock in their shoe before they walk in my house or something i don't know some of them have an attitude right away and then some of them were you know extremely gentle when you walk in and you like man you know it's just absolutely it's like and, and speak, speaking of attitude i want to get to um uh this uh cliffhanger from last week you know we definitely uh <laughs> rocky alexander says don't nag me woman absolutely <laughs> um but but I, I definitely want to get to that cliffhanger. Sure. Um, but in, in reference to you know what we're talking about, you know, definitely, 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 I think a good book that every couple should read. Matter of fact, I, I'm, I'm gonna go order a couple more copies because I've ordered several copies of these and I've given them out when I was dating <laughs> in the past and been like, hey, you need to read this. And um, but John Gray's book, uh, men are from Mars and women are from venus uh not the john gray to keep cheating on his wife not not, not no the white the, the white guy john gray the the european john gray not the pastor john gray that that is getting caught up with his mistress and shit like that Ooh, not that wait. john gray um, they was but, praying man it was praying he laid hands he was exactly. just laying hands they had exactly. they had to kneel to get that blessing <laughs> exactly she got blessed, did she get blessed though did she get blessed yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what the oil was for. Um, so uh, <laughs> with that in mind, you know, definitely that's a good book. Y'all need to look that up. It's it's by an author named John Gray, white guy John Gray. And it is, uh, 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 yeah, no, not that black, not that John Gray. But it's called uh, Women Are From Venus and Men Are From Mars. It talks about things like, for instance, um, when women come home, typically when they're talking about their day, uh, you know, especially if they're venting, they're not looking for a solution, whereas men are naturally solution driven. Right. So our natural reaction to a problem is to offer up solution. Yet in a in a situation like that, after work, a woman um, is just looking for someone that will listen as opposed to someone that's going to give solution. Uh, just the same when you, you talk about a man uh, coming home from work, uh, giving him some time to, you know, to decompress. You know, mm-hmm. uh, before you hit him with the right, 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 right. My day was this, my day was that. Ooh, and this girl did this, and this girl did. You know what I mean? Before you hit him with all of that, giving him time to decompress. At it, least let some... me run you a shower and get you a beer before I hit you with all that. I got you. Oh man, man. <laughs> you know what? You and I'm gonna take that side. There, there are Woo. some men that come in the house like that. There's some men that yes. women like that. Yeah, I've yes. seen some dudes like that. I've seen a couple of men. Well, I, I thought it was the woman over there yelling, I walk over, it's the dude. You're like, man, I've seen men like that too, though. Right, like yeah. at least let me, you know what I'm saying, me personally, I'm one of them type of people, like when work is over, I have to have a shower and wash the day off. Like that's my way of relaxation. Yeah. So when It's them dudes that be asking your lady, her phone notification go off saying that, you know, that uh yeah that that's Macy, and, that macy's and, got a sale going on he like that's where you've been that's why it took you so long to get home it was a macy's notification he think it was somebody texting exactly like, kind like, of just jump too. into conclusions like yeah. did you stretch before yeah. you jumps yeah yeah don't pull yeah. them up and it's, that's that's exactly he take a and shower he like why are you taking a shower you know? right. yeah you just I got home why are you taking a shower to us my yeah. relaxation like let me yeah. let me shower wash the day off and then we can yeah. talk you got guys like that too yeah i've seen them <laughs> exactly, and and those are those are insecurities. We're we're literally talking about insecurities. Come on, and... someone might be watching your show right now, Joe. I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> hey. I'm just I ain't gonna attack nobody. And you know what? Hey. And those insecurities that's that's I, I can't say that's a red flag, but it's definitely a turn off. That should be a red flag. That's, that's definitely a turn off because you know I need you to be secure within yourself. Because why would I deal with you if you're not secure? She didn't say yeah. it. I'm gonna say it, guys. I think that should be a red flag. flag. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't do it. I can't deal with it. Rocky's. Rocky's. She said you ain't showered in three days. Why are you taking a shower now? <laughs> you know them dudes. Like yeah, it's dudes that. like that. Them dudes. Because it's like been that. three days. You know <laughs> what? Though? It was First a, off, uh, why you got a girl who ain't showered in three days? It's a, I guess it that's was a young lady that worked with me at the job a couple of years back, and she said she only showered up. every other day. Yeah. I was like, that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. That's the same girl that posts. The uh, panties that said, um, you know, look at how clean my panties are uh, at the end of the day. And uh, yeah, was ladies was like, ladies was like, what? No, not, that's not even natural. You got a problem. You need to fix. You know what but mean? you know what? But, uh, one of my friends told me that I might have OCD and that my showers might be a ritual and they might be right. I might have just the, the OCD and I might be hmm. ritualistic, but I take two showers a day. I'm Every, with, everyone go. <laughs> I mean, two showers I a day to me kind of sounds normal. Like, we jump in here. 
I thought I was the only man that thought that meant something because that right there, and, I, and I'm probably going to lose a couple of ladies that are already getting tired of looking at me right now. But when I meet women, their hygiene, because you were talking about red flags, that hygiene thing is heavy for me. And yeah. I met women, I met women, women who do that. They'll take showers, baths, or whatever, multiple times a day. I'm one of those type guys, Joe. Y'all done been on my crib. You know, I got the fragrances everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm the yeah. I, I'm the Kevin Samuels before Kevin Samuels. I got all that stuff, the, 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 the sense, everything. Your man jumped, your man, uh, you know, John hooked hook me up with the incense. My incense, man, my house is always like I'm one of them type dudes that like to shower all the time. I like women that really put time into their hygiene. Yeah, because that's me. absolutely because it's such a beautiful thing when you meet a woman like that. And then let's say y'all don't work out. Then you meet a woman who don't, you like, wow, that's amazing. Like, you know, and a lot of times you never can tell because there's women out here that are drop dead gorgeous. Uh, yeah. Until, is you, important. until you go over their house and you're like, uh, oh, wow. So the same thing, yeah. like women, women can say the same thing. There's some guy they saw, and, you know, he looking okay. And then you go over there, he got some rough breath. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I think hygiene is like, should be a, a, a I think hygiene <laughs> I think it is one of the most important flag. things. It's a red flag for me. It's on the top yeah, of the list. Hygiene, that's pretty high on my list. But somebody told me I might have OCD. My best friend was like, Good Lord, you're going to dry your skin out without those showers. But I showering, mean, like, it's relaxation for me. Like, I have to have a shower after work. Um, I, I have to have a shower before I hit my sheets. I cannot get in my bed and I've not had a shower mm -hmm. for the day. I don't allow outside clothes on my bed. Like, you can't sit up, you cannot come in from the street. And sit down on my bed, and mm -hmm. you have on outside clothes. Like I got a question. Yeah. Yes, I have a question for the ladies because this happened to me a couple of times. Like I said, Joe's done been over, over this house over here, and I'm saying I want those type guys. I'm real big on hygiene. I mean, I, I took a shower again before the show. Went and got my little creed sprayed on me to prepare for the show. Nobody's here, but what I'm gonna say is it's mind blowing to me. I meet people that their hygiene is not big, but I've noticed occasionally uh, when women come over my place, the ones I've dated. They came over. The first thing they'll say is, your house too neat. You you got a woman. They'll, they'll automatically assume that no matter where I've lived, I'm just a very, I'm very big into hygiene and neatness. Could have been because I was yeah. in the military or something like that. I don't know what it is, but that's real high. That's that's a red flag for me. Free, that's a good pickup. Yeah. I, I just put mm -hmm. on some perfume before I came out too. I just picked up uh, Perfumes de Marley, the Oriana. It's amazing. Oh, so sure. yeah. yeah, I'm I'm big into and, perfume. It do not go in my bathroom. It's probably like about 50 bottles in there, and they're all expensive. Yeah. And I don't care. That's my vice. Some people buy tennis shoes, some people smoke mm -hmm. weed. I buy perfume. That's me. I mean, so. right. <laughs> it trips me out when you see like I've been over some guy's house and I'm looking around and I'm like, nigga, I see why you sing. Man. You got you got your hair mm -hmm. from, from from clipping this morning, like all on your toilet and whatnot. Like mm -hmm. this, like I've seen that, and I'm like, dude, how do you get any women whatsoever? I, I should stand outside your house and 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 hold up picket signs for every woman that walks through your door. Um, like 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 mm -hmm. this is the damn abortion clinic because. For real, it's it's ridiculous how, and that's that's where we start talking about standards and saying, "Hey, got to change the bait because uh, yeah, stop accepting this nonsense," you know. And when to Diego's point, you know, we're, we're you know that's why we get along so well because we're very similar. Um, you know, when I went when when I first was was starting to live out on my own when I was younger. I went and commissioned my lady friends to go with me 
to Bed Bath and Beyond and Pier One and all the other places that I was shopping at for stuff for my crib. And I would literally, I would, I would have, you know, I pick up, pick up the cup, the the glasses, and be like, all right, does this make your panties want to drop? No. Okay. All right. We're gonna go to the next one. Does this does this make you you know? Because at 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 that time in my young mind, my thought was I wanted to make my place comfortable to where women would come over and enjoy themselves. Absolutely. I wasn't trying to cater to dudes. You know what I mean? Fuck dudes. I wanted to cater to women. So I had black uh, uh, plates that that had Chinese emblems and stuff on it. I I had I had I had glasses that curved to the left just a little bit at the top. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was I was trying to speak without speaking when it came to my place. So I, I took women with me. And so Diego, I know we've talked about it before. You, you know, you had a woman come and 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 design and, and oh yeah. And, you know, every, all that type every, of stuff. Every piece of property I have, I have uh designers. I have a, I have one young lady. She's amazing. And I mean, she designed from California here. She did this house. She did the other condo that I have uh, over in a, off the, in, here in the East End as well. So like every time I'm, I'm, I'm real big on it. I like my place. And, you know, I just I'm real big on that. So and it's hey, watch out for them dudes out there that just for breeze. They they sheets. That's all they out there. doing. <laughs> That's disgusting. And then you want me to come over and, and stay tonight on them nasty, crusty ass sheets like that's gross. But you know, um, it was a gentleman that I was I was kicking it with. We were hanging out. Now his house normally was clean, and it was one night. Normally, you know, saying we kicking it, we hang out, and then I'll go home. Ooh. And he's like, "Well, why do you always leave? You know, you can stay tonight." And so he was like, "Stay tonight. I gotta work in the morning, but just let yourself out." So the next morning, when I got up, I uh, and cut the lights on. Like this room is dirty, and it's never dirty. Like he had dirty clothes everywhere. I cleaned up his house. I cleaned up his house. Did, uh, moved his laundry, padded up, washed his dishes, cleaned up his house, and he texted and was like, make sure you lock the door up when you leave. And I was like, I've already left, and I cleaned your apartment before I left. I know mm. he was like, did she really clean? <laughs> I did. I couldn't take it. Yeah, it, it's, you know, that's 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 kind of sad. Any red flag thoughts that, uh, that you have, Gigi, you know, that you, any experiences of red flags or anything like that, you know? No, I'm, I'm with y'all on the cleanliness and the hygienic and um bad breath like bad breath is definitely a turn off for me um I, I can't even i barely can get past the conversation if your breath is humming you know what i'm saying and i did i was kind of i wasn't really well i was kind of homie lover friends with this one guy and the, the front of his house seemed to be pretty clean um i'm gonna say decent when i got to his room he had kind of he had holes I thought he had just moved there or something like that, but he had some suits and watches and stuff all over the place. I said, oh, maybe he just moved here or maybe he just came back from a business trip or whatever. But baby, listen, it was just him and his son. When I went to that goddamn bathroom, oh, damn fucking G. Mother, man, like, I don't know why the hell he had a toilet bowl scrubber. Because he never used it. It looked like somebody there got IBS. Oh, you know what I'm saying? 
Like, you want me to sit on this goddamn toilet and this boo-boo squirts all up in the goddamn dried up on top of dried up on top of dried up? I would faint. I would have fainted. I would have fainted. It was underneath the lid, wasn't it? Underneath the lid. like Oh, oh no, no, no. It was in the toilet basin, the bowl. It was yeah, boo-boo yeah, squirts yeah. all up in the toilet bowl. Yeah, and then right. the tub looked like it was they just got in with dirty feet and dirty everything and never ever have they ever cleaned the tub ever. And he was like, You can take a shower here. I said, No, the fuck no. I can't. You know, I, no, I, I cannot. No, no, sir. I'm gonna go home and take my man. <laughs> so yeah, that was like a major, major turnoff for me was um seeing that. That like I understand you get busy and things get out of order sometimes and you know what I'm saying there's, but then you no go through you clean that. shit up. No. But when but, you got boo boo like that was one thing my ex pissed me off. If you got IBS, so lift up the toilet seat and clean the toilet. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Underneath the toilet seat, clean the goddamn toilet bowl out. There's a boo boo squirt on the side. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have to come up in here and look at your shit on the side of the goddamn toilet. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a girl, I sit down. So I sit down and something like flop back up and then guess what? My pH balance is off. Right. So. And then you walking around with a funky kitty. That's not, that, nobody's Because your boo-boo squirt. Because you didn't want to clean your boo-boo squirt. Yeah. You got a funky kitty. But tell him to go on Amazon. There's this stuff called the pink stuff. And he can scrub his tub at that stuff. Pink stuff. I ain't telling him nothing. That's an ex. That's an ex. I'm going to say yes. some pink stuff and clean his house. I love the pink stuff. I have the The pink stuff is amazing. They got all yeah. kinds of pink stuff. But, Let them go clean his house. Right. <laughs> but yeah, though, that's like one thing is, uh, you know, I have other red flags. Like when I see guys have maybe have a little bit of a temper early on, you know what I'm saying? Or just seem to be a little bit fickled and play some type of games. You know, like I was meeting one guy last week and, um, I told him I'm not going to meet you at your house at a first time meet. Like, I just don't do that. We're going to meet at a, a, you know, a, a place that's out and open or whatever, public place. And so he gave me an address. I was like, this looks like some apartments or some. He's like, no, we just park your car and we're going to walk to to the shop. So I was like, he's going to get something. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. So I'm here. You know, you have to come upstairs. I said, no, the fuck, I'm not coming upstairs. I already told you, I'm not meeting you at your damn house, at your door, none of that, for a first time meet. Well, I'm not leaving, coming up, I'm not coming down. I said, well, I get, I'm goodbye, and I blocked his ass. Like, I just don't like those, like, we're just meeting for the first time, and you're already playing those those mind games. Though that, to me, is a red flag saying you should respect a woman who, do, <laughs> who does not want to come to your house, up inside your house, for a first time meet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I became the age that I am. I got here because of the smarts that I have, my street smarts. So I'm not going to be just going up to guys' house, random guys that I'm meeting. Especially when you have toilet bowl boo-boo trauma. There you go. Man, that's a different dude. That's a different one. But I'm just saying, yeah. But but, but there's trauma. There's toilet bowl boo-boo trauma. It's the boo-boo squirts for me. It's the boo-boo squirts. She got toilet bowl boo-boo trauma. So she ain't coming to your house. She got toilet bowl boo-boo trauma. Man, (laughs) I have never seen a toilet or a tub like that in my life. That's just nice. I've seen some bad stuff, but I've never. Did it look like Joe's apartment? Hmm? Not Joe, but you know, the movie Joe's apartment. Yeah, not this. Oh, I don't. Who Joe? Who? What Joe? No, you remember that you movie talking about the movie where the guy had all the roaches? Oh yeah. No. 
Even the refrigerator, it was like a black, you know, the refrigerator, the silver one, it had fingerprints all over the finger, all over the, 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 um, I hate fingerprints Ooh, on the that, goddamn that refrigerator. And you know what? It was him and it was a him and a big old teenager. You got a big old teenage son who played basketball. Why are y'all not wiping the damn refrigerator? Look like toddlers live there, like teen toddlers. I don't like stainless that. steel cleaner. You can buy stuff to clean your stainless steel. I got appliances. some. I just did it last night. Mm hmm. Joe, your boy Rocky is. It wild. don't matter. So I, I, I said when I went to the goddamn bathroom. Obviously, <laughs> when I came over, I was clean. Goddamn it, Rocky! Joe, shit, you, don't follow me. You read them comments, your man Rocky is fire in them comments. Yeah, he's, right. he's a man. You ain't. Guess who ain't getting the yum yum, Rocky Alexander? How about that? <laughs> Rocky, we need, I mean, you know Rocky what, fire in them comments. So I mean, I guess. You see the bathroom after the fact, right? You go to clean up and then you see. Right, the when you come to somebody's house and I knew yeah. him, so like, I need to use the bathroom. I'm not, I'm no, not coming I'm to your house and needing a shower. I'm, I'm already. I'm going to your bathroom. And that's how I know whether. Well, I'm I am now. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I like, am like, now. I'm definitely yeah, now. Exactly. I got PTSD. Rocky on the show when we do our uh, fitness and weight loss segment, we need to we need to get him on the show. Is he? Is he? Oh, is he uh, I, I don't. Okay. Yeah, he, he's, he's dope. We need to get. him I on got the show. another couple of people that I'm trying to get on for that segment too. So, yeah, okay. that'll be a great show. Um, having to get in the get in the. Well, we we get the title together, but we we definitely yeah. trying to get the um fitness show together because yeah well one of our people fell through but um, yep yeah yeah <laughs> and now yep. um, hey, hey so <laughs> uh, with that in I'm mind listen last week last week my man left us hanging with a comment right and 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 well he posed he he posed a question and then and then poised it for us to uh, talk about it this week, right? And the question um, was, ladies, what do you uh, think um, super successful men, why they wouldn't uh, date African-American women? And and all of the traditional you answers were given, right? You know, uh, they, they're rude, they're loud, they're, you know, obnoxious and, and, and you know, this, that, and the other. But that was not any of the that answers. That wasn't it. You know, so... We're gonna let my man, uh, um, you know, Diego, uh, Mister Make Sense. We're gonna let Mister Make Sense go ahead and and spit that out and tell us what is it that these super successful when he when he calls it super successful because you're talking a very small percentile of men who make five hundred thousand dollars a year or better, right? Yeah. Are we talking black men? Because we don't yes. care about yes. the other men. We're only yes. talking. So let's only be specific. Black men. Black men. We don't black care men. about Asian or or white men. I mean, you know, white men or Indian men or Sri uh, Lankan men. Yeah, he said, he said, he We're said talking black, black men. men. I'm gonna talk okay. black men. Okay, go ahead, bro. You you got the stage. All right. So thank you guys again. Hopefully, uh, everybody's still watching. You know, who is this dude? A little bit about me, guys. Um, I am a, a small business owner. I have a software firm uh, here in Louisville, Kentucky. We also have an office in New York City. I'm in the real estate space as well. I've purchased real estate, and I'm also a guy that invests in the stock market. So I want to talk specifically about men I personally talked to and met over the last decade who are black African-American men 
who I look at those guys as real good leaders in industries. They're very smart guys. Uh, some of these guys scholastically uh, went to, uh, you know, private colleges. Some of them have not, but they're still the men that have uh, worked themselves up in their elk. Women seem to be attracted to these men. Uh, they make a lot of money. Uh, they Some of these guys are very successful. Some of them are bachelors. Some of them are married men. I just literally came from Atlanta two days ago. I was in a, uh, a all-black uh, gala. And I actually had another conversation Ooh. similar to this with some of these black men and a few of them that were married. And it was interesting that even their wives agreed on the few reasons. Um, there's roughly about five, but I'm going to talk about the top three. Is that okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I must re-say the question because Joe kind of said it a certain way. It's it's, yeah, no, it's why ahead. why black men who are highly successful, meaning the ones that range between five hundred thousand dollars or more millionaires, why do they typically yeah. not date African American women? Oftentimes, people say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." They're going to talk about us attitudes. That's usually not what they say. The number one reason I've heard men say, "You ready?" It's usually mm -hmm. got. And I'm let me be specific again. I'm talking about black men, not like an athlete or a rapper or deep boy. I'm saying a black man who that people look at. Some of these black men, I've seen them in different people's cities, and they'll be in magazines, the black who's who of the city, and they, they things like that. Right, right. Okay. Hundred mm -hmm. black men, they part of those organizations. Um, they'll usually say number one, uh, it's got to do with uh, not really feel like they have much in common. And also proximity. There's a two-part answer. A lot of these men, they may be, they may be at a lot of uh, occasions and uh, places where they're associating with other people that make a lot of money. And quite often, they don't see a lot of black women in proximity there, who would mm -hmm. they would consider mm -hmm. like where I live. Okay, I got you. you I, I live in a very suburb area in Southern California, and Correct. there's not a lot of us out here. And a lot of the brothers that are out here are married to usually white women or Asian yes. women or, you know, or some Latinas, but mostly white and Asian. Yeah. Yeah. Because so there's just not of, enough of us out here. Right. And they feel like there's not proximity and they feel like besides them being black, maybe they grew up listening to Al Green as well, but they don't feel like they have a lot in common either. They feel like, well, mm -hmm. they go in the country clubs. They're going to all these different things like that. They're maybe hanging out in places yeah. like Switzerland and stuff like that. They're meeting people that like to play golf that might like to play, you know, shit like pickleball and racquetball. And a lot of times it's much yeah. easier to meet a woman who's part of these country clubs. They maybe have their family right. made come money. And, and they and, see and these black women, women like, black oh. women just like to eat pickles. Right. Look at you, man. And they'll, <laughs> you know say, they'll say they'll say Every they time. just feel more comfortable, like they already at a nice place and they meet that's like that sister. She knew she knows a lot about Creed. You know, some brother wants to go and find him some nice fragrance. Sometimes they feel like when they go to these nice shops on Rodero Drive, like the young lady in California, a lot of times there's, you know, limited women that look like him. So right, he, like, right. he finds more in common, you know. So you get, right. you get what I'm saying? And sometimes it feels unfair to black women sometimes because they feel like, hey, why don't you come get one of us, bring us along, and then we all can kind of redo this thing together because none of us mm -hmm. truly typically come from that. You know what I'm saying? Only four right. people even get things that are handed to them through inheritance. That means that 96% of first-time millionaires are usually self-made, quote-unquote, mm -hmm. right? First time mm -hmm. in their family. Right. So quite often, a Black person that came from a project like me in Harlem, and now they done made it to mm -hmm. a certain level. They're making, you know, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, whereas coming from a background where you was barely able to get $100 a week. So it's funny, 
that sometimes that happens, which leads me to number two reason. And I call it Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. A lot of brothers feel like the ones I'm specifically talking to, some of these brothers that's Kappas, some of these brothers that's in 100 Black Men, some of these brothers that are small techies, mm -hmm. some of these guys that became mm -hmm. lawyers, got their own practices, doctors, dentists. Sometimes they felt like, but y'all ain't like me back when I was in high school. Y'all mm -hmm. thought I was kind of corny and lame. Mm -hmm. I wasn't an athlete. You know what I'm saying? I was the D-boy on the block when I was uh, 10th grade, in, I mean, a sophomore in college. You get what I'm saying? A lot you of call it the, like, the Maxwell syndrome. Yeah, I heard the Maxwell syndrome. I call it right. Mike Jones syndrome. Because Mike Jones say, back then, didn't want me. Now I'm hot all along. And I think a lot of them have talked about that. Uh, it, it's, like, it, it's like the best feeling ever to be a man and you've moved your way up through life and you've had that partner with you hand by hand. You know what I'm saying? You had, you and her was a teenage love, like Slick Rick say. And then y'all kind of right. made it through college. Maybe you had a couple of turmoil and topsy-turvy. But then you guys graduated and moved on to the grown-up phase together and became, you know, love of homie friends. And you get married. And she was there and, and you was there. Y'all pushed each other. And you was there the whole time. That's a lot of times those brothers feel like, but you wasn't there then. You had the finish line. You like me now. I'm in the magazine of who's who with the other city. I'm doing pretty good now. I stayed in decent shape. And now Mike Jones, who, Rocky? And it's like some of them feel like you you like me now, but you didn't like me then. So a lot of them kind of yep. still kind of have a little bit of that going on. I'm just being honest. Mm -hmm. And it's so a little basically bit of, so a status thing. Because the white girls weren't there liking them either. So I mean, so why I blame it on the few black girls I that understand. didn't like you? Let me, let me finish. You know, it's kind of unfair. Yeah. Okay, you right. I'm about to get to that. I'm you right. You right. So they thinking the one or two few girlfriends they got was that girl that was that Asian girl when he was a sophomore in college and he went to Comucon, or it was the one or two white girls that. He met when he was maybe he was on the chess club or something. He was like, I only had like two or three girlfriends my whole life when I was younger, and it usually wasn't the sisters. Mm. We saw they might have saw one or two real super fine sisters when they was in like tenth grade in high school, and she didn't get no play from her. Or he got in college, he's like, I need to lift a little weight. So I'm still considered the lame. You know, these girls are twenty years old and they're dating dudes that are grown men off of the college campus. So a lot of them feel like that. They feel like, man, the one or two girlfriends they had. Sometimes was like a square Becky or was an Asian girl or something like that. They gave them some play because they wore some corny clothes at Comic-Con when they was like, you know, you know, 22 years old, or 24. And a lot of times they feel like I ain't really had that much experience. I'm going to give you an example. I have a friend of mine named Dennis. He lives in Georgia now. His brother makes a lot of money. He has also a technology company. Right. Uh, he grew up half of his life like Kobe Bryant over in Italy. He grew up in Italy. His father was a military man. He grew up in Italy until he was probably like 15 and overseas like that. He finally came to the States. We've been friends for like almost 15 years now. He's doing very well. He's been married once. He has a couple of kids. He was married to a white woman. White woman treated him horrible. She cheated on him everything. He became a single father, raised his three kids by himself. But his whole life, he's only dated one black woman. They think he corny. Even to this day, he's tried it. I've watched him try. He went out with one one time before, but a lot of times those sisters think he's corny. So what I'm saying is, well, is he corny? Like that. Go ahead. 
I said, well, is he corny? I mean, if that's your personality, that's just your corny. personality. <laughs> I don't think he's corny. I mean, this brother. Well, we need him on the show language. so we can see if he's corny. I mean, but but see that, but see that's the language. thing. Is he in real good shape? The brother always been in real good shape. Work out like crazy, doing marathons. You know, he, you're right. I and it, like, it may like, be something where it does. Oh, go ahead, Joe. Well, I mean, I was just gonna say, I feel like it's a situation where. Our culture, our society, our, our melanated culture feeds us a bunch of bullshit, right? So the only way that you, in a sense, kind of decide whether somebody's corny or not without actually getting to know them, you compare this based. Yeah, it's 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 based on some superficial shit, and and in a lot of cases, if you look at our culture, our culture says that what's cool is, you know. All this bullshit over here. So then what women who were raised in that culture and may still be mentally caught in that culture, um, when they go out, they're not looking for the things when we're all this stuff we're talking about, asking questions, red flags and everything else. Mm -hmm. They're not doing that. They're not asking those questions. They're not they're not doing that. So they're looking at the superficial things. And then the, the guys like that who were considered lame or corny or what have you. You know, they they turn out to end up being the Maxwell, and then next thing you know, it's like, hold up, he was a geek when I was a kid, and, yes. and then now all of a sudden, I want you know, the corny dude all day long. I don't want. But that's the problem. Like, that's the problem. Well, I don't want those nobody that's just so corny that we're not relatable. That's she could be right, but those guys that you say you want a corny guy now, but I'm not gonna front. They hold a little bit of bitterness about that because they like yeah. back then. Yeah, you know, but that's so long ago. But you know, I, I always like the corny guys because I, I've always been um, attracted to smart men. So I've always liked the smart corny guy. I've never gone for the D boys and the athletes. I've always, mm -hmm. I've always liked smart men. I have mm -hmm. a thing for a man in a suit. You got a mental. Women will say men in suits look good. I wear suits all the time, but I'm, I'm telling you, I watched Rocky's comment. Rocky said, <laughs> Rocky said that he used to ask out all the sisters when he was growing up, and he said a lot of them to give him no play till you blow up. And I'm saying I've seen a bunch of brothers, even like I said, I know brothers. Like I said, they 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 take their shirt off, they get good shape, ripped, all kind of stuff. But women are saying, well, he looks so good. Women, women be tripping when they see the Jonathan Ma the Jonathan Majors of the world and the Anthony B. The uh, what's his name? B. Jordans of the world. These are some good looking brothers, but they don't use the day since because they they was considered you know corny when they was in school. Then was some corny dude. Well, my thing <laughs> is corny is there's a fine line between corny and just not relatable. Sometimes if he's corny, he's corny. I mean, it is what it is. So maybe it's just his personality is just not relatable to a lot of black women. Um, depending on like you said, it's a cultural thing. Could be. Um, maybe maybe where I come from. And where you are right now, where you you know where you come from, like if you were raised in Italy and I was I'm raised in East Oakland, maybe we just don't have a lot of common. Maybe he's going after a, women, a lot of black women that just don't have a lot of in common with him. Maybe he would have to realign himself with those type of black women that do have a lot of in common. Maybe military families or something like that. But I mean, you can be rich as hell all day, and you might just be a corny ass person. I'm Your jokes might you. not just be funny, and I'm it just might not be funny, and it just might be the white girl who's just playing the game a little bit better than the black woman because she know she know that this dude got some money, so I'm gonna laugh at these corny ass jokes. She be. might not really be in love with his ass, but she might just be playing him. 
We're not going to argue. We're, but all of those it, are facts. Yeah. I'm just trying to explain to you what the men say. All of no, and that's, and, I, and that's understandable. That's understandable. So that's but you, you, you being bitter about something that happened when we're kids. 19 years old, 20. God, how young, young are you? Yeah, but yeah, but but trauma is trauma. Right. Some Tra- Hold yeah, on, wait, Joe. No, no, truth. no. Trauma is trauma, and like she said, therapy. You do know you do need to go and talk to somebody about that because you hold it on to some bitterness about some shit that we was doing when we were children. We were little ass, we were teenagers. What damn frame of mind did we have at 18, 19, 20, 21 years old that we don't have? We have a whole different frame of mind than our 30, 35. If you're still corny and someone still thinks you're corny at 30, 35, maybe you're just corny. How about ages, that? Ages I don't agree with out. what you're saying. I'm just, lay, I'm just laying out what, what I mean, you're saying. And it's very interesting. To, I'm not here no, to No, no, no. I'm, I'm just, just saying. <laughs> I like everything you said. It's just a corny. <laughs> I, I, like, I like what Rocky said. It's the bad boy effect. They want the bad boy, not the square. Simple as that. And you know what he's you know what he's saying? Not me. It, it is it is the idea of wanting something that you shouldn't have or 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 quote unquote can't have. I don't know. Most I can't speak for that. Women I don't want no damn bad boys. In a lot of cases, women are raised. Right. If and even if you you know you're raised in a household where you know women are treated, you know you petite and and you know kick gloves and and you know don't don't mess with my daughter and this that and the other. And then sometimes it's a situation to where when a when a, a young girl rebels, it's going after something that she is not supposed to have. Right. That's that's you know, that's that's the slave master that comes up uh, on on the plantation and says, all right, hey, which one of you niggers done slept <laughs> with my daughter? All right. She got a mixed baby and it ain't come from me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Silly, man. Like, what is wrong just, with you? Know, I don't know why. Just, What's up with I'm the just, slave master reference? It's so, crazy, man. You know, with with that in mind, was, I only said a slave master reference tonight. What, what are you talking about? I'm but, just trying to be a distributor of information. I said tonight. I'm just trying to be a distributor of information because I've, I've had I've had a chance to talk to men because sometimes I feel like men sometimes don't even want to talk about stuff, and I'm saying I've sat down because right. I am a black man who is came out of humble beginnings I do very well and I do I've dated several black women I've dated a black woman right now the point I'm trying to make is a lot of black men I've met these are some of the things they talked about I'm just conveying information it's not about me saying let's very get interesting. about it and everything I can give you number three if you guys ready I'm ready go ahead go ahead oh, yeah go ahead and, and, and listen three. and real quick before you Rocky. before you say that before you say that let's okay. take note of Shana okay. Dixon's okay. comment he okay. can be corny yet real cool though, and and that's and an that's absolute facts. And that facts, is very right? Much yeah, true. right. He yeah. can be. I appreciate that, Miss Shayna. All right, I think he is going here. after the wrong type of people. Let me go to number three. Okay. Here's the word of the day. You ready? The word of the day: submissive. Oh, we said that last week. Lord, no, Lord, let me Lord. go into let me go into what they specifically said about the okay, word. I'm ready. Let's do it. They I've had a lot of black men say this. And listen, the word was said two days ago in Atlanta by two black women who are married to two of these men. The black women themselves said this. They said a lot of times, a lot, this is what the men have said too. A lot of times when men are very successful that are black men, they're looking for a helpmate. They're not looking for a partner. They're looking for a helpmate, not a partner. Meaning that 
they are in the position where they are wanting some of those terms met on a submissive level. And they're saying that quite often when they've met women that are African-American women, they're not usually so hand in hand about the submissive. They're usually looking for a partner. They're like, hey, you be Jay-Z, I be Beyonce. And these men are saying, well, if you're Beyonce when I met you, that's one thing. He doesn't want to wait on you to become Beyonce. He's looking for you now after he's done so many things for he's looking for more of a submissive wife now, someone that's going to be more of a helpmate. And they're going to be able to find his weaknesses and help him out with her strengths instead of let's just be some partner, partner type stuff. And a lot of sisters say the word partner, and these men are not looking for partners. They're usually looking for a woman that's submissive and a helpmate. I will pause and, there. And, and, and okay, submissive. Now, you you know, because, you know, you and I are mutual friends with, with, with Brother Yah, and uh, one of the things he talks about is that word submissiveness. He, he, he speaks as it being something that came from Christianity and, and sure. you know how he feels about that. Oh, yeah. um, but with that yeah, in mind, one of the things that he says is not submissive, but the word, take that word out and put the word alignment. Or cooperate. There, you know. You know, yeah, I'll use alignment on exactly. So I use the word submissive on purpose because that was the word that was thrown around. Right, it's a trigger word Mm -hmm. to be honest. Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. But when you when you talk about that, looking for a woman who is in alignment with them, meaning I got certain things that I need met. Look, I'm already bringing you know two million dollars a year to the table. So I think I kind of get to say these things that I need met. And if you need that, that's what they mean. I don't think that's what they mean. Right. Okay, so go ahead. I'm going to be submissive. Exactly. What are they saying, Diego? But the problem is. Don't complain. I'm a, your dinner's cooked. On, exactly. I'm going to bring your football on. I'm going to run your bath and bring your beer. All of that. If you bring Period. Your table, but not? these dudes. That's not but that wants us to be submissive. I gotta pay all the bills. I'm not bringing that. I'm not submitting to a goddamn but thing. Period. What she said. You can take care of me, and you can take care of everything, and I don't gotta worry about X, Y, and Z over here all day long. You I can be your helpmate all day. Yeah, long. I can definitely be your helpmate okay, all are day. You in a position? If you're in a position, you have to be in that position. And I think Diego mm-hmm. was talking about men that are in that position. But I'm a lot talking of about the men that's in that position. Right. Yeah. A lot of men right. are not in that position to be able to handle, you know, a wife is a responsibility. Let's just, that's what it is. Just mm-hmm. talking about it's that a, it's a major responsibility. It's a major responsibility. <laughs> and if you're not in a position <laughs> to handle a wife and the responsibility of a wife and a family and everything that goes along with it, you know, saying that obviously this is a partnership and I have to contribute also. Right. But if you have everything exactly. taken care of over here and then I can just take care of this mm-hmm. over here. All day long, yep. I have no problem with that. All day long. long, all day long, and I'm gonna be the best that ever did it. But we're not meeting those type of men. We're not meeting the two. Uh... Well, Rocky, I, I really don't care if uh, I know no disrespect. Rocky, I'm but... fire in these comments. Rocky, you know what I'm saying? And I really don't see you being a two million dollar a year man either. So now, you know what I'm saying? You don't see that, and I don't see that. So what you what you got? Come on, I got I got more with that fat baby. I got a whole bag full of them yeah. over here. All that I can keep pulling it on out the, the drawer. But you know what? A girlfriend and I we were Salute, having a discussion earlier in the summer, and we were talking. Oh, somebody! Like, all right, Joe. The reason why we're not meeting the men that you a five million dollar man okay to do with 
where we were hanging out. She's like, and my name is Katy Perry. You know what I'm saying? Like, we like this bar called Long Shots. Long Shots is my cheers. You know, when you want to go, oh, man, knows your name for some late like, night. We're not snacks? gonna meet him man. at Long Shots. She's like, we gotta change up where we're going. She's like, we need to hit Ruth Chris Happy Hour. We gotta start going to Captain's Court. I'm gonna tell you this- something. Can I, can I help this lady out right here? Can I please help you? Please, can I help you? Yes. Yes. Listen. I'm telling you as a man, I'm telling you as a man that have no problems sharing with you guys my profit and loss statements. I make the kind of money you say, and I hate disclosing this. Oh, and I Joe believe you do. Joe would tell you, I hate talking about this shit. He had to ask me multiple times to come on this damn show because I hate doing this shit. But what I'm going to say to you is, I'm trying to tell you where I'm at and I'm, I'm hanging out with these men y'all talking about. There's usually no mm-hmm. sisters where we at. Cause mm-hmm. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the place. Right, the I believe it. These men hang out. Sisters don't even know about them. Well, that's what we're that saying. Again. Why don't they come hang out with the where? The, no, okay. No, so we already know that. Come hang no, out where the sisters are, and let us go where where they are hanging out. I understand. You're trying to get them to go back and scoop you up. Right, that's what me and my girlfriends were talking about. That we have to stop change up where we're hanging out at. Yeah, exactly. Can I help Sister at, Gigi out? Real but fast, we're not too. going to meet men of that caliber in can the I places help Sister that Gigi? we hang out. We got to switch it up. And can I, right. Sister Gigi? Right. Can I help you out and be serious about this? Can I help you out? Yeah, I'm gonna be serious. I'm serious. Listen, I'm being right. honest with you. I'm, I'm saying quite often. It's like looks like I was at a restaurant the other night. Right? We went to we went to a very expensive restaurant. Um one of my friends was there. He's a he was a guest friend of mine. He's a lot older than me, but he's a good friend of mine back from New York. Uh I don't know if you guys heard of the group called Guy. There's a gentleman named Damian Hall. His brother name is mm-hmm. Adam Hall. Yeah. So Damian Hall came, he was my, he was my guest at the yes, What I'm saying is the places we go to eat. It's like I'm no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna see. First of all, I'm barely gonna see any black men in there. Right. Saying, right. I don't never see right. black women in some of the places I go. And if it's somewhere that's very expensive, where you're talking about the bottle of wine gonna be five hundred bucks a bet. I mean, women, they ain't there. Right. Women, women are in there. They're just not black. I'm just telling you. They don't found they don't got all the, the bat signals and all the secret hangouts, and they be there. <laughs> And I'm right. saying black women don't be there. Black women will go places where they think those men are. They'll go to somewhere where they think. Let's say you meet a brother, and this is no disrespect, because I, I respect every black man and every man that works his ass off. Like, but you might see a brother, mm-hmm. let's say he is a construction worker. Let's say he's doing pretty good. He's making like $85,000 a year, right? But he got enough money to go buy him a nice suit, maybe get him a nice watch mm-hmm. and tie. He might even, you know, got a little swag to him, and he may go eat at the, the spots every blue moon, like the Capitol Grills, or he might you know, he might find a way to spend like, you know, $4,000 to get him like one of these, right? One of these. I bought a couple of these to show you, but he get one of them like memberships at one of the places where he can go in and it's a $4,000 a year membership. So he can kind of flex a little mm-hmm. bit like cigar bars and stuff like that. But he don't, he, he, don't do that, he don't do that all the time. He do it right at his expense. And he's like trying himself to network with these other men that he's going to occasionally come across too. Because men are trying to always still shop and still. So women sometimes will go to those places and say the the capital, the grills of the world. Maybe they'll finally go to a man's cigar bar or something. And they'll assume that those men that are in there, that sometimes are good looking guys, sometimes might hand you their business card. Or maybe they do have a decent job and they're making some good money. They're taking care of their bills. But they ain't the guys y'all mm-hmm. talking about, the ones that's making the million dollars. Right, right. No, I get that. Because those right. men, those men, to be honest with you, 
they too busy to be there. I'll get I'll right. get invited to a, a something like a place. Somebody say, "Hey man, come up, man. A couple that's gonna be at Capital Grill." I might not be done until eight thirty, nine o'clock doing something I'm doing. So I'll go somewhere else. I know when one of my friends like, "Oh, we always got that back table at this one exclusive spot where it's a small little Italian restaurant or something that's is is high is high end." And a lot of times it's gonna be a handful of girls hanging out there, and we know why they're hanging out there. They ain't just so happen to be at the bar in a tight ass dress. But they don't be sisters. They be, you know. Well, what I'm let saying? me ask you something. I'm just Do honest. these guys are they interested in meeting black women? Um, I'm not, gonna... you know what I'm saying. Or if they if they are, like I said, and they know that black women are not there because a lot of times, not all of us, but a lot of times, maybe we're, that our budget isn't in, in, in. We're not in the budget for five hundred dollar ball. Why? Because usually we have children to take care of because yep. here we go again with the most of not most of us that there are a lot of us that are typically single moms so we have other priorities over buying $500 bottle of wine are they ever interested in maybe as you said that we're going to use this term dating down or just coming down to maybe where there are some good decent black women hangouts not hangouts but maybe where they would find some decent black women that can't afford that. a five hundred dollar, or just not in 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 the the budget for the five hundred dollar bottle of wine. I you know, or great, if they're not, then answer. they're just not, and that's fine. But I got a great answer. No, I got a good answer for you. This is going to okay. be a good thing. Whenever I have met black men that didn't meet their wives when they was young, and they make a lot of money, and they got a black wife or a black significant other, female, you know, sister. You use the word dating down. I don't like that word, but you use it. That's usually what I don't they're either. Doing. We only, use, I only use it from but, last week's show. But right. That's usually what they're doing. They're saying, I'm going to go ahead and give it a chance. Because me personally, I think a lot of black women date down a lot. I'm just using the word. And I think the men, that are, ignore, I think right. the men that are the men that are up there that they want, I think with those men do date them, guess what they're doing? Now he dating down. Dating down. Yeah. Right. And some men do that. I mean, me personally, I've done it. I'm. I'm well, we we said it. we I'm, said on the show last I'm week that right more men date right down than black women. women. And I mean, of course, I'm. I hate using that word, but yeah, I mean, there's no way. I mean, yeah, I hate that word because it's dating down. That sounds so condescending. Yeah. yeah. To to now, say I'm, I'm dating down, but in other words, when you say dating down, we're just saying status. I'm going to date someone who yeah, is not on the same social stat, social economic status as I am. So, you know, I'm going to go down a little bit so that I can meet a good person. Can I speak something? Now I'm going to go personally now. Now I'm going to talk personally. I was talking about those guys that I wrote down stuff they talked about. Now I'm going to talk personal. Now, I personally have dated uh, status-wise, like you said, down. And I'm dating a sister right now. Now, I don't mind dating black women. I've dated women that ain't just black that are down. What I'm saying is when I have met women who... If they are black, let's say they're African or French, and they come from this, it, it is a real big difference personally in the mm-hmm. chemistry when you're doing that. It's the same thing with a woman. If she's career-oriented, she's kicking ass, and she's saying, well, oh, boy, cool, and she go down here, like, let me try to get his credit right. Let me try. You just feel like you're doing so much work. Mm. To, right, uh, right. But, like, as a man, if he's up here and he meet a woman and she come from that kind of background herself, Maybe her family's African, or maybe she's Arab. Because it's like they seem like they have more in common. It don't seem like nobody in common. That's right. 
commonalities, right? So to me personally, when I've dated sisters and I'm like, man, she got a she got a good spirit about it. I know she ain't, you know, nowhere here, but she got a good spirit and she she educated. I still feel like mm-hmm. there's so much stuff I'm saying going over her head. Because if she started hearing me on the phone talking to somebody about, you know, this this year, this year looks like this. Or I'm talking about earning statements, profit loss, blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about some stocks that went bad or I'm trying to move something. She's just listening like, oh, I need to learn that. And I'm like, but if I'm talking to some of these other women, they're going to be like, I need to let you meet my brother. He banks and such and such. Mm-hmm. They got a deal. It's more of it's it just feels like they're meeting you already where the rubber meets the road. Whereas sometimes you feel like you're trying to move the pieces of the puzzle together. Right. Because like I said, I usually don't get women that are I personally don't use a date women that have attitudes. And that could be right. Because well, that. don't nobody want to date nobody that's 24 seven with a bad disposition and attitude. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I know. I know some is. people like that. Yeah. Right. Most women I date with what matter what color they are. They, they usually act super nice to me. <laughs> but I got friends that I was like, man, how you do that? I'm like, it could be that. I don't know. Maybe it is a thing. I saw the sister say, Shauna, Shauna in the comments, she said, <laughs> men, men want submissive women for, before not just being submissive for their money. And that's that's true. So, and that mm-hmm. could be, you know, it could be that thing that the women that say if a man make millions of dollars, she going to be submissive because of that. You come in the house with that. Yeah, you bring that to the table and be submissive. But a lot of times, I guess when these men are meeting women that they kind of up here too, like maybe they got it from their family or something like that or something like that. A lot of those women already kind of know what it's like to be around a man with money. So they're like, let me go make him some tea or blah, 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 blah. And then some women are say, well, I'm going to do it now because finally I met a man that does that. So now I'm going to do it. And it's like, it's like an on and off switch. And I think the men aren't looking for that on and off. So they just looking for somebody they naturally meet. And after they get to know him for a minute here, they're like, oh, she's naturally a soft woman. She's kind of like the helpmate type person. Not I'll do this if not the conditional type. So I think sometimes a lot of times sisters can be lovely, but that right there trip them up trying to meet these kind well, of because they'll spot that. Right, and I do have and a rebuttal for that. Game, I have like a small rebuttal. Think about the fact that the black women who might be a little bit strong-minded. Think about how many times in the past they have been submissive to the brothers, Ooh, and how many times they've gotten burnt. Right, how many times they've gotten burnt by being submissive. So you get burnt like a couple, two or three good times. You're not just about to come in to every single brother that you meet being submissive and hoping that they are these great people because I'm telling you, if you see it, maybe a strong-minded black woman, there's a reason. It's like She's got burnt already. And when I say burnt, I mean burnt with kids taking care of kids by themselves. That goes getting burnt with with Can I tell you what the guy is thinking? But that but that doesn't that go back to the therapy thing that you think what that's gotta do with him. I agree. Exactly. I think that you're right. I think you're right. The pathology that you're talking about, you ain't lying. You're telling the exact facts. But that guy's thinking, I don't know what that's gotta do with me. Yeah, it goes back to self. Well, just like the girls that 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 corny dude. The cornball, you know what I'm saying? Because the girls didn't date him in 19, 20 years old, called him corny. What's that got to do with me? I wasn't the girl that, you know what I'm saying? What's that got to do with a whole well, beautiful well, I mean, world but... of beautiful of African-American sisters that didn't do it to him? I mean, we could all say that. But what I'm saying is, it, 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 you, are, you do have a point. I have a point. Like, we all have a point. You know what I'm saying? But 
a lot of times there is a reason why I, I, I know I, I don't feel like it's right if I just am automatically submissive to every single man well, I meet. Have, so like Rocky said, you can't submit to everybody. You got to be uh, selective. And to me, it's right. what I feel like submissiveness is. I feel like submissiveness is, you know, you have your thing going over here and you're taking on the responsibility of me. So that means that I trust mm -hmm. you to take on the responsibility of me. And then therefore, mm -hmm. I can fulfill X, Y, Z. And I have, you know, and right. I'm typically taking that submissive role in every relationship that I've ever been in. I've been burnt before, but I still believe in yeah. that because mm -hmm. that's how I was raised. Mm -hmm. I was raised, I grew up seeing that. Right. But you cannot oh, be submissive right. to everybody. But you can, if everybody, you can, right. submit but, to you, but, then I can't be in a relationship with you because I don't trust you. Exactly. It's a trust thing. Exactly. That's, that's I mean, we're not even talking submissiveness until we're like, you know, Mary. into the relationship anyway, right? Right. Like married no, or whatever. That's not what these guys are talking but about. No, 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 no. But he can, you can see early on if there's going to be an issue with a woman being too yes. strong-minded or is she or, able or to be submissive. Yeah. Yeah. Think, saying, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is that, you know, ultimately, I mean, you're not just walking up, uh, you, you know, these guys aren't looking for women to walk up to them and, and, and bow down. You know what I mean? Like literally, you know, they're not looking for that. No, I think people play with this word so weirdly. And, and I personally have been around women that are exactly. different, different personality types. And you can see certain things about women. You don't have to know them for a long time. You can know them one day. You're like, oh, she's already doing things like that. Or she don't do that. Or she's very opinionated or she's not. Or, you know, just like a woman can see things about a man. So, exactly. I mean, I got one more point, but I, I mean, I got one point, which is number four. And okay. I think, oh, we have number four. I think it's the most controversial one. Oh, shit. But let me but, just say this. Somebody was saying, um, let me finish by saying this. I mean, when I was saying the word submissive and stuff like that, uh, these sisters say they've been burned. I believe you. I totally believe in your, what you're saying. I don't mm -hmm. think, I but, think there's a reason for everything like you guys are saying. But what, I, what I'm trying to say, and I really want people to hear when I say this, I'm not, I'm not looking to, for us to say, here's all the reasons why. What I'm just right. trying to explain to people is what these men are saying they like and don't like. It's not about somebody's the saying, insight well, into their break, world. I get it. it. All the way right. It's the insight. You still ain't going to make these guys like something they don't like. Yeah. And we don't want to. You're right. You know what I'm you saying? Like, you <laughs> people, people be trying to explain stuff to me, and I'm like, People do that with about a lot of stuff, and I'm thinking once you finish, we're not trying to convince them. We we don't we not trying to change their mind because their mind is made. So. Right. I mean, they they just telling us they just telling me this stuff. They're not saying it right. in a negative way. They're just like, well, here's my reasons. It's not about this, you know. Okay. I mean, but the one the one the What's women number four. We, we ready? And we really are. Number four. Y'all ready? Yeah. Kids. And it's not what you think. It's not because a woman have a kid or kids. These men are usually looking at it like who you had kids with. Mm. Ooh, okay. They looking at it like, look, let's say I'm I'm gonna just say a girl named Ann, a sister. She from St. Louis. She done she got a kid. She might got two. Let's say she was married, her husband is a widow or something like that. Her husband died. Or let's say, you know. Uh, she had a husband. Um, she had a dude. She had two kids. From let's say he was a D boy, or he he's an asshole that's in jail. Mm -hmm. What um, I'm saying is they're looking right. at who you had a kid from. Because yeah. the case I don't blame them on that one. So sometimes they'll still occasionally date women with a kid or two, but they looking like they feel like 
Who is your, is your baby daddy in jail? Or in prison? They could, they I get compare it. your baby daddy to them. They're going to say, in their mind, they, they feel like you, you, you really shouldn't get no hide in your baby daddy. If your baby yeah. father is a, is a dope, if your baby father is a dope dealer, or your baby father was a dude that used to rob and steal from stores or whatever, or he just a, he's just a deadbeat. Right. They looking like, why are you trying to get with me? And, I mean, you tell him. Well, we gotta elevate me. ourselves. We can't it, continue that, making the same mistakes. Yeah, but he said, or they can't fine. continue. You can elevate yourself. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm just telling you what they say. They like that ain't got nothing. Right, to do with damn. You. He's like, wow, you was well, accepting the bullshit before. So. Yeah. So let's say a woman my had a husband a and he was she was married. She had two kids. Her husband might have died in, in combat. A guy would be like, oh, well, shit. She had a, a pretty solid dude. <laughs> he'll say, he'll right. say that. But a lot of times, mm -hmm. let's be honest, women will say that, you know, <laughs> men judge them. Uh, I'm sick of men talking about kids. I mean, we women, what are we supposed to do? Be 35 and not have kids? You're going to have some women that don't, but a lot of them going to have it. The men are usually mm -hmm. looking at who your baby father was. Well, that's okay because I look at who your baby mama is and where she at. That's why I said no, I do not date always men. Flips it. Every I do time not date men it. with little babies. <laughs> I do not want to date you if that baby is five. You better have six, a big baby. Five and under. It better be a big baby because if it ain't a big baby and it's a little if it baby, it ain't a big baby. If it's, it's five and under, that baby mama is right around the corner. No, I'm hey, saying there's a baby no, mama too close. If your mama's a booger wolf, I'm not going to date you either because that tells me you ain't got no standards. Yeah, that's a good one. And the <laughs> last the last little point I wrote beside it, they said, who your baby daddy is now is the number one thing. And then they had a, a comment B on kids is how they how disciplined they are. Yep. Now, I'm gonna I don't be, blame them. Now, I'm going to go ahead and again and be transparent Man. and talk about me again. Mm -hmm. I've only twice dated two women before with the kid. They both had one oh. kid each. I've only did it twice. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you the truth. One of the women, she had a girl. And I was nervous as hell because I'm like, I'm around a little girl. She could probably say mm -hmm. something. The little girl was right. The little girl looked like me. People should think it was my real daughter. The girl did look like Aww. me. She looked like me. Sweet little girl. I'm not going to lie. Men and mother didn't make it, but the girl was sweet. And I still occasionally talk to her. Like I said, I'm one of those weirdos. I go back and interview women I used to date. Give it like a year or two ago. I was like, hey, can we talk? Not the exit Warner. interview. I do that. Oh, right. The exit interview. I do that for real. And then the second mm. girl I dated with a kid, she had a little boy. And I'm going to tell you, uh, cute kid. Uh, it was rambunctious. People used to be like, oh, God, he's so cute. And I'm going to tell you, this woman could not control this kid worth a shit. It drove me crazy. I'm like, why don't you have no discipline? No, yeah, he, he didn't mean to knock that over. Oh, you know what? I don't do Oh, that. he might have had ADHD, ADHD real bad. I asked her that. Yeah, he probably had ADHD. That's how my oldest son was. That goes back to, that's not my yeah. problem. Sometimes like, they can't I, help. I, yeah. I asked her that. She said, no, he ain't got none of that. My son would never have it. I oh, she's in her denial phase. That baby got ADHD. But regardless, just watching her oh. not show no discipline with this kid, and I'm like, bro, there's no way. I even went as far one time, and I was like, I'm going to go on a little trip, because I, I, I take women on trips with me all the time. We went on a trip, and I was like, hey, let's bring a little man, too. We went on like a little kiddie trip, family. 
like the worst shit ever. I'm just gonna be honest. It hey, was like, let me let me ask you something. That dude. was like the worst. Let me ask you a question. Ever. I'm just when, when you look 100. at that, when you look at that situation with that young lady and that that boy, where was the father at? Poor thing, she didn't know. Where was the father at? Um, he wasn't really in the kid's life. But okay, he wasn't so no, right, no dude that's in jail or nothing. The dude had a decent yeah, job. But he, but he wasn't had, really in They had conflicts. Okay, but he wasn't in the kid's life. So right then and there, kid ain't have ADHD. We as a, a, a melanated people need to stop giving in to these Eurocentric BS nonsense. Oh, my he God, have, Joe. You don't know Hold on, let me ADHD. finish. Let me finish. He didn't have ADHD. He didn't have a father in his life. I don't know. That's what All I know is I didn't like That's not necessarily I'm going to tell you that right off the bat. He ain't have a dad. In Maybe. his life, that's what I it just was. know. I didn't like. It. I didn't have a dad either, but just, that's all I know. And, that, and that's the one thing that black people do to like me. <laughs> one, that's the one thing that black people do wrong is their children will have issues that could be medically diagnosed and helped with whatever type of medical help that they could receive. You know what I'm saying? But they refuse to give into these Eurocentric terms and then let the fucking kids run amok and, and right and run yes. amok yes. and, and, and carry these fucking ADHD, autism, or autism is very easily diagnosed now, but yeah, um, Asperger's, yeah, bipolarism, manic depressive, mm -hmm. they're going to let these kids go through fucking elementary, junior high school, and high school with all these fucking issues, and guess what? They end up in fucking jail, or they just end up with a lifetime mm -hmm. of problems and troubles and trauma because their parents didn't want to give into a Eurocentric fucking medical no, no, no. diagnosis or whatever. Parents, no, Some of these kids need to be helped. Know. Some kids no. may need medication no. to help them. Well, yeah, some kids I'm telling may. you, that's why there's how many, what is, what is the, the prison population? What is the percentage of black people in prison population? Those black men or women or black men, I'm going to put black men because they make up the, 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 the greater portion of the um, prison population, man, they had their parents got them some help for either the manic depression, the ADHD, the just never being able to sit down and sit still, having to do something all the time, or whatever the issues are. Whatever the issues were during their childhood, maybe they could have prevented them from being in prison. Because as we know, ADHD, ADD, um, it was autism and all these depressed, all these other issues, most of them were black men. There was a high number of, or men, I'm going to say men, there was a higher number of men than women, but there are women with these same issues. But with the black community, we do not want, I'm not going to medicate my kid. I'm not going to do this. Well, take yes. your fucking kid to therapy or something. Do yes. something so that child can have a fucking chance they and stay the fuck out yeah, of prison or dying. The parents used to the or kids. Or go find them like a mentor. That. Right. They go just, the parents go numb and these kids are just doing whatever the fuck they want to do because the parents don't know how to control it as a young lady. She didn't a, know what to do. We'd be having a great evening and then uh, like two hours, I'm just like, Man, where's, the, where's the, I mean. I'm right, like, where's the gun? That's how my oldest son used to be. And to piggyback off of what Gigi said, you know, my oldest son, he's going to be 17 in a few weeks. And I started noticing that he was exhibiting behaviors when he was about mm -hmm. two years old and I had just, we were going through a divorce yep. and they kept putting it off like, oh, that's normal. He's acting out because home life changed. And I kept taking him to special yeah. until someone told me something that made sense. And I got a, a diagnosis for Asperger's. The Asperger's mm -hmm. diagnosis 
was the best thing that ever happened to us because I was able to get right. my son help. And I was able to help him. And we've actually recovered because you're never cured from autism. You can never cure it. Never. But we right, actually, right. I actually was able to recover my son and he lives a very normal life. I don't want exactly he's normal anyway. He still like does things every once in a while. Right, we all got issues. He comes and he does the Derek, and that's what I call it. But that diagnosis was the best thing that ever happened to us because right now he lives a pretty regular life like all the other. You know, saying he plays football, he's very popular mm-hmm. in school. He has a girlfriend. Like we live a really good life. Oh, Derek, not taking those steps to get him mm-hmm. help. I've not been. Like you're not gonna keep telling me there's nothing wrong with my child. If I had not been right. getting getting help for him, it'd be a totally different situation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Unfortunately, Adante was the same. Like that young lady's son. By the time Adante had severe ADHD, I was a young mom, twenty. I didn't know what the hell no ADD, but I. But the doctors have been noting it in his chart every time I took him to the the doctors for his visits or whatever. So um, by the time he was two or three years old, he had already had stitches in his eyebrow, knocked one tooth out, knocked the other one all the way clear up in his gum, which had took five more years to grow out. Mm. He was like a little Tasmanian devil tornado. He was having tr- um, trouble at preschool. He couldn't Hello, could, he could not he could not learn his ABCs. He could not do, man, he was aggressive only because he just could not sit still. So when it got to the point where the preschool daycare could not handle him, um, then I said, well, let me take him to the doctor. Cause I, she said, we just, I don't, we can't do anything with him. And I had to work. So the doctor had, he said, well, why are you holding him? Why are you? I said, Oh, you don't know why I'm, ho-? I'll let him go. But that boy was like the guy, like I said, the tabulating devil, that boy ping ponging off of that doctor's walls and corners and tearing up his office. I said, this is why I'm holding. Cause he tried to even allude to me beating him. Cause he said, well, where are all these bruises coming from? I said, well, he's super active. He's doing it to like, he bumps into everything. He falls all the time. But when I turned him loose, he said, do you know what AD, ADHD is? I said, no, what is that? And he said, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. And your son has definitely <laughs> had that. And I was like, oh, for real? Oh, I'm not giving my son no damn medicine. Uh-uh, I ain't <laughs> doing that. He said, ma'am, let me talk to you for a minute. <laughs> and he explained what this, you know, what, what it does and, and how I gave my child the first time I ever gave him back then, it, whatever it was, um, my son sat down and colored in his coloring book for like three hours. And I cried because I'd never seen my son sit down for longer than two or three minutes. You know what I'm saying? And I've and then he came back the next week telling me all his ABCs. He was able to count and everything. But because of that medicine, it helped him. But if I would have been one of those parents, those ignorant-ass parents, I'm not medicating my child. I'm not doing this. He don't have no... no he just needs love. He needs some extra attention because his daddy not here. Well, guess the fuck what? My son would have had a whole fucking lifetime of trauma or at least a whole 12 years or however many more years he had through school. You know what I'm saying? It was already hard enough in school for him, but... That medicine really, really did help him. And I'm telling you, when I cry, I cried and I bawled like a baby because I never saw him sit down ever. 
to do anything mm-hmm. less known color. So and he was so content and he was saying. so happy and proud of himself that he was able to do this. And he, mommy, I know my ABC, A, B, C, D, E. I mean, he it was so beautiful. So that medicine is not, I, I fuck, I, it has nothing to me to do with Eurocentric, blah, 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 and all of that rhetoric. What if I'm, if it's something that's going to help my child be successful, then goddamn it, so be it. I'm gonna help my child be successful. And if I see that if I'm giving it something and it's not helping him, then goddamn it. And if he's if he's regressing, then maybe we need to go back to the drawing board. That's not it. Regardless, you don't have absolutely. to give your child medication, but you can definitely give him him or her something, whether it's yep. some type of therapy or something to help your child. Yep. So that's all I got. What you saying, Joe? Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. No, I'm saying, I don't, no, I'm saying, absolutely, I agree. Yeah. Um, you know, give them some uh, omega-3 oils, you know, studies out there <laughs> all day long um, show. Uh, I can tell you, Dr. Quillen did a study where he did two weeks on a young man um, who was with uh, ADHD. And uh, that was when he started giving ADHD, uh, he started giving omega-3 oils to uh, the kids. That shit um, actually so, does work. You know what? Absolutely. Um, when I was really? How old daughter, was the kid? ex made mm-hmm. me take that shit and it was the most disgusting thing yeah. ever. I had to take it yeah, yeah. I actually quit nursing yeah. because he was like, you gotta get the fish one. today because you I had you had to take it while you're nursing. I was like, I quit nursing because I was tired of taking the fish oil pills. But this stuff really does work. My daughter, she's nine yeah. years old and she's smart. It's brain food. People that I know, you know, it's brain. They food. got the it's ones that they got the um kind that smart. What's this shit called? Sprouts. It's the liquid kind. It's the lime one, and then you pour it in your smoothie, and it takes. So, it almost tastes like keto. So let me pie. order. Let me order a bunch of that so I can send it to old girl, and she can bathe that baby. In yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You he, need to. You need, he to, need send to be that. bathed in it, like Gigi <laughs> yeah. said. He needs. Okay. He needs more. He said that he baby should. She said her baby couldn't sit down. And yeah. This little kid wouldn't even sit still for two seconds. I'm like, what are we That's doing? That's what I'm saying. My kid ain't got stitches. He's knocked out a tooth. Knocked one up in his gum. He like. He had bruises all over his body just because he was so accident prone and clumsy and rambunctious. They, they they think they act first and then think later, and that's a big big thing with ADD. ADHD. You want to know something, Gigi? You know what the mother said to me one time? What? He said, "I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes he drive me crazy." I was like, "Drive you crazy?" Sometimes, girl. She was trying to be nice about it. I was like, I was like, hold on. Did you not see what he just did in my basement yesterday? He just playing, but he drive you crazy. All right. Oh, I, 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 I can only imagine what he's doing to oh, the, uh, uh, the Joe, the pool, the pool balls and everything. <laughs> Joe, I had this conversation even with Dr. Umar Johnson. He's a friend of mine. I had a conversation with him about this. Yeah. You know, he, he works with kids, so it was just interesting yeah. his touch on it too. But I was. It was funny. He gave me a lot of good information, but I was like, "Yeah, ask him." In my ask mind, him that. <laughs> in my mind, I was like, "But he ain't, he ain't dating no woman with kids." But anyway, that's a whole nother top. Yeah, yeah. Ask him where the school at. <laughs> ask him where the school at. <laughs> oh my god. We, we still looking for the school. Dr. But it was Umar, just funny. He gave me some great details. I'm like, "But he ain't dating no no chick." Well, he's he's a genius when it comes to you know dealing with uh, uh, the kids and whatnot. You know. Um, my man Rocky Yo, uh, got some good comments out there. You see him reading the comments? Those people got some great comments out there. I know date me when I turn 59. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Um, I mean, but I work out every single morning. I'm going to still look like this at 59, though. So we might be able to do something. Period. Like that. That boy, 
that boy Rocky said, "Do I got a number five? I do, Rocky, but I want to keep it." Short. I woke up like this. Yeah, no, yeah. you gave you gave number five, didn't it? No, I get number four. I, I told him I was going to okay. just talk about the first three, but we went to number four. I, I got yeah. a fifth one too. Yeah. I got I wrote everything. I bet to do this hey, shit. Look, look. Look, we're gonna we're gonna hold number five off until uh uh next week and um get into to that's five. if you can we'll come back we'll next get, week get yeah, you okay. back on the show yeah we'll talk about and, uh we'll talk about it and see if my are you coming back next week to, uh, to give us number five we'll have to see we'll have to see check the calendar and all that good huh. stuff it depends if, if rocky really want number five rocky got to really want number five. i think rocky probably do want number five rocky said this list is on point rocky rocky you felt this list that you rocky was thinking damn bro rocky is yeah. actually uh not to put that put him out there but he's actually in an interracial relationship also he's been with his mm-hmm. wife oh years. i can believe it so that's probably i can why believe he's it he's still in the list he can relate absolutely yeah. right yeah, and 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 to Shana's point, I don't I don't think that um that my, that, my uh, son is too, my too with Diego. I don't That's think that really. My son talk about one day. I want to talk. About my son, why but a see, lot of younger, why a lot of younger black men don't even start well, out the gate dating black women. I've had this conversation. Well, no, 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 no. Again, remember I said we live in the area where there's just not there. It's like a there three percentile of black women or black people. Period. Black people. That's men, women, and children. So go. there's just not a lot of us. So and, a and lot of the brothers, and I asked, I've asked the brothers, they said, because where y'all at? Where where were you at? You know, I had to get what I got, what was available to me. So yeah. basically my son said, uh, we're not in Oakland, mom. We're not even in Long Beach or LA here. We out here where we at. So and, and and that goes she's, back. A sweet, she's a sweetheart though. He's not, he doesn't exclude a race. He just, that's who he fell in love with. And, and and that goes I back don't care who you got. I don't care. That definitely that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. You know, these these women aren't even at the places that these guys are at now. You know what I mean? So as far as them, you know, uh holding on to a bitter, you know, thing from way before, yeah, they might have that bitter whatever of the trauma that they dealt with not being able to, you know, not getting recognized or, or looked at by black women. But remember they're out at these places now that black women are right. so they're well, not even I'm in the process yeah. he's gonna tell me where they be at i'm gonna squeeze all his ass and when he stresses and i'm coming period <laughs> there, there you go i might not buy no five hundred dollar bottle of wine but you know i might i might buy me a 40 dollar steak y'all got, i'm gonna have to come back and talk about number five because that was the one that you're gonna want to hear yeah. before you say i'm gonna step to them places Number five is the one you're going oh, to have to get. So I'm going to have to come back exactly. and talk about number five. And oh, Rocky, you definitely going to have to come back. Rocky going to be feeling number five. Rocky going to feel number five. Man. All I know is, is it Tiana, be about yeah, hey, hey, pretty brown skin. They pretty wear brown skin too. mentioned a, a tight dress. Yeah. Pretty brown skin mentioned a tight dress. And then Diego was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Number five, number five. So I don't no, know. I got, I don't know. A, I got this I don't shit know. written down over here. I got a whole bunch of different ones. I can't wait to hear it. Hey, I just so, knew Joe was about to say something about my ass. I knew you was gonna say something. <laughs> I knew you was gonna hey, say something. Next week, next week, <laughs> same place, same time, y'all. Second cliffhanger. No panties after dark. Uh, your relationship conversation congregation. We will see y'all next week. Shout out to my godmama at Point of Light in Long Beach. Hey, Rhapsody, I know you listening. Point of Light.com, check out. She listening to us right now. Period. All right.
And I appreciate Indeed. the people that's reached out to me on Facebook, even though I was kept in the secret because I'm a quiet person. But a couple of people have been DMing <laughs> me. And if y'all want me to hit y'all with some more answers, you can DM me. I might have time. Hey, to hey, I'm going to tell y'all. Rock, I'm going to tell y'all. Like, I'm going to have to pick your brain about some business stuff, though, like I'm on the serious side. Diego, Diego, Diego had, one of the first things Diego said to me when we first met years ago, he said, Joe, I can tell anybody how to be a millionaire. Um, it'll years. probably be it'll probably be the most boring six to nine years of their life. Yes. Um, but and, and that's the reason why most people won't do it is because uh, we want immediate gratification. Yes. And that's uh, first thing I tell you. Wait. You're right. So, that was uh, the first uh, thing we talked about. Absolutely. absolutely. Well, shit, I made oh, 39 years not being a millionaire. I got another six to nine. So let's talk. Me too. Yeah. Like I'm ready. What? I just and, said and, I'm going to have to pick his brain. Uh, Rocky, Rocky, listen. Uh, Rocky hit Diego, me up on the DM on Facebook. His name is right there. No, you got to come Diego back next Denton. week, uh, Rocky. Y'all can just okay, look him up Make on Rocky social media back. platforms right there. Diego Denson, you want to hit him up and um you know see the see he, he's filming his life right about now uh yeah. so so you'll be seeing some podcasts and stuff coming out later um about the life of uh uh mr make sense you know and you're welcome by the way i i gave you that that, that title right there. I know, <laughs> mr. That's make pretty, sense. Like thank that. you for <laughs> joining us today uh diego we appreciate it thank you for joining us thank you guys. very interesting very interesting and what yo, you thought was it not at all. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I, I'm really start. happy about that, um, though. I'm really happy. Uh, I'm, I'm glad it is what it was because I actually agreed with, you know, a couple of things. Look, look at this. YouTube, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Anchor. Listen, y'all hit us up on these platforms. Listen, I just need at least 60 seconds of listen time, okay? Just go to each one, listen for at least 60 seconds, all right? Because I'm I'm, I'm trying to, you know, trying to get the get the algorithms working the way they need to work. So just give me 60 seconds, all right? YouTube, Google. We just uh, need three pumps. Uh, uh, you know, let's yeah. Work. There you go. Three there you pumps. Go. There you go. Let's, we let's, just, let's gotta put the chip in. That way, everybody. Can get it, right? Three pumps. Just get it in. Gotta put the chip in. Get on out. In a swirl. In a swirl. Don't forget yeah. the swirl. Yeah. In a swirl. In a couple. Hook. Then you know we all good, right? <laughs> um. All right, ladies. We out of here. It is night, y'all. We enjoyed everything. See y'all next week. Peace. No pieces after dark. Your adult relationship, conversation, conversation. Going where most words. Speaking of things, most It's no pieces after dark. We put the relationship.